Hey. Welcome in to Talking Trek. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast for yet another day. Welcome in, everybody. Like to see who is here and uh, celebrating, <laughs> celebrating the end of the September arc. Let's hit it with the Talking Trek server sound off. You guys go and hit it. Noon whistle. What's up? Server 29. Thank you. Beat for the gods on server 17. Bulbasaur 195. Whoop, whoop. Raging Ginger on 31. Decax. <laughs> Two for one on cat burgers. What? What? That sounds awful. Sounds terrible, man. And our server 163. Welcome into the show. Appreciate it. Uh, Jerry Ryan on 146. Tagore on server 40. Killer Ab on 145. Thank you for being here. Subcommander on server 32. Commander Taylor on the inconvenienced and forgotten server 192. Rotifer on 17. Velvet Thunder on 137. Stoner Care Barrel on server 53. Thank you. Benny Hill on 42. Root for Groot on 27. Sherlock Holmes on server 27. Tough Cal on 57. Lots of sevens. Uh, Sam Houston on server 31. Thank you. Phantom Spock has been interrupted by faulty Wi-Fi, it would appear. <laughs> What's up, King Kirky? Server 181, Six Flash on server 33. Tactical Mosquito, server 56. Thank you. JT Bob on 156. Darth Pygmy on 134. Cold Brew. I could use one of those. Cold Brew on server 22. Thank you very much. Uh, Legendary Scar, server 124. Seven of Nine on 146. Guru, server 58. And a nice full crowd here today, Bubba Joe. Benny Hill on server 42, Hammerhead on 175, Metal on 8. UG on server 52, Daoko, server 140, Stony Dude on server 10. Welch on server 63, Dale on 34. Campus Runner on server 75. Hamster on 172, Patron St. Nick on server 10. Molly Weasley joining us today on server 21. Thank you very much. I actually heard you. I heard you on one of the most recent episodes of Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk. You guys, uh, that's a fun podcast. I don't know. How many of you guys still actually get to do – do you guys still take time? Bubba Joe, have you have you ever taken the time to listen to Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk? Handy is uh, a, a guest, or, well, not a guest, but a host over there, uh, and he cycles in a great cast of uh, of players. They talk about game stuff, but they also talk about the Star Trek universe. Uh, you know, as far as TV properties and actors and lore and trivia and all that. Uh, and then, of course, they they always feature their segment on the drama of Star Trek Fleet Command. I almost feel like Tech should be here as a, as a special co-host today, Bubba Joe. Have you, have you listened to any of their latest stuff? Because there's some really good stuff out there lately. I don't think I've listened to them at all. Oh, man, you really should. I know you, you have a lot of time tied up in our show, and I know that. But, you know, if, if you guys have uh, a little bit of an opportunity, uh, you're caught up on talking track or twitching track or, or teaching track, you got, you got all the treks out of the way, well, then we might as well pick up Trek Talk. Uh, you guys be sure to check them out on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe and follow that channel. Uh, really good stuff. I, uh, I really enjoy listening to them. Uh, on a pretty regular basis. Uh, 110 messages additional in our Talking Trek server sound off. Bubba Joe, 350. 
one, 352, 353. The number continues to climb, Bubba Joe. Uh, live human bodies in our studio audience. Appreciate you guys very much for being here. Bubba, welcome. You were unsure if you were going to make it today because you are right in the middle of your move. As a matter of fact, all your stuff, you, you are on a different device and a different uh, uh, microphone, headset, whatever today because all your stuff's packed up and in a truck, right? That is correct. Yeah, well, welcome to the show. He, he actually told me that he wasn't going to be here um because what, all, his stuff, from a friend? all his stuff was packed up but <laughs> the events of the prior 24 hours i do believe encouraged bubba joe to make an appearance today right i mean it's it's been it's been like a wild and wacky 24 hours right it certainly has been. It uh, it has been. Joining us from uh, out west here in the United States, Server 20, from war, an alliance at war, living for war, breathing for war, uh, our resident Shewell Trader is joining us here today. Good afternoon and welcome. Hey, hey, how are you? Uh, good. You know, when I messaged you earlier, I was actually glad to hear that you were traveling today. You are broadcasting live from the highway right now in your motor vehicle. I, I, I was glad to hear that you were traveling, actually, because I was worried about doing the show early because your Vikings are currently playing. They're, they're playing right yeah. now. And, um, they're playing poorly. <laughs> well, anyway. I was listening to that on the radio before you started. Uh, well, there are better things to listen to, so welcome into the show. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're trying to do a show a little bit earlier today because uh, Bubba Joe's Sea Chickens and my uh, Packers are playing this afternoon, so we're going to we're going to uh, hang we're on, gonna try. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's your Packers record? Uh, uh. Uh, two, two, one, one, two, and one and one. Sorry. Wait, so you woke up. What am I Seahawks record? Uh, I think they are also one and one. Correct? Didn't they win? That is correct. Yeah, yes. That, so, that, that, correct. So, so I mean, we're we have the same odds of making the Super Bowl. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. One and At one. this particular point, we do have the same odds of making it to the Super Bowl. Appreciate that. Karkin waking up early to join us today. What's up? He actually messaged in the chat. He's like, "Gosh, I guess I got to get up early." Uh, welcome to the show, Karkin. <laughs> yeah. It is early uh, for you. Two o'clock in the afternoon. You're a night shifter, right? So this is yeah. like the middle of the night for you. No, no, I'm an hour from waking up. Oh, okay. Well, still getting up early. We appreciate you being here, Stevens. Aaron, I, uh, I saw my phone go off with that ad alert. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, we like to push ads to to people's phones. Stevens, Aaron, also same thing. Six o'clock in the morning for you, right? And and you're, uh, and you're on holiday. You told me. Time. So it's now. So it's now actually seven o'clock in the morning. You did get the time right, but we had our, our uh, spring forward this weekend. So it's spring, spring is it spring in New Zealand? Oh, man, see, time, yes, it is. Ripper, I can't handle this. I was actually messaging Ripper this past <laughs> week. Um, I finally decided to break down and use a very simple tool, Bubba Joe. I added time zones uh, to my world clock in my iPhone for like everybody that I would ever have to like you know, be able to communicate with or meet with. I added time zones for Dublin. Uh, here, I'll tell you. I added time zones for Germany, Dublin, uh, San Diego, because I, I, can't, I can't do it all the time. All right, here we go. Yeah, uh, Eastern Time, UTC, Bubba. That one's in here because I always mess that up. Um, Sydney, Stevens Aaron. Mm -hmm. 
Wait, no, you're not Sydney. You said it was 7 a.m. So you're not Sydney. Who? No, who, yeah, but I'm, not, I'm in New Zealand. <laughs> why, yeah. why, so why do I have Sydney? Sydney is in an entirely different country. <laughs> why do I yeah. have Sydney in here? Okay, hang on. Delete, and we're going to add New Zealand. Why is Sydney in here? Do I know somebody from New it's Zealand? probably for Scalyback. Oh, maybe. All right, so my yeah. world clock, Stephen Zarin, offers me the following two uh, locations in New Zealand. Auckland and Auckland. Chatham Island. Okay, so Auckland. Yeah, there we Auckland. go. All yeah. right. Uh, and now I can indeed see that it is 7.11 in the morning uh, in Auckland. I've got Berlin time zone and Dublin time zone. And Ripper, you told me that um, Berlin is yours. Dublin <laughs> is uh, scope uh, is Digit Studios. And then EU is the same as Berlin, right? Like a, a lot of our European servers. Berlin is the central european time zone berlin is yes yeah, central uh ce uh ce time so oh man cet yes. oh god i i can't handle it and and the fact that right now like our weather is getting colder and steven zarin is is heading into summer like it, it messes with i i oh, there's a there's a lot of things <laughs> that i also spins the wrong which, way which also means sometime over <laughs> sure. the next month we're gonna end up with the same argument about Time change again. Oh, okay. yeah, I got a world. Actually, we might not be doing it this year. I got a world clock now, so I should be good. It all depends on America right now. On no, I'm talking about game events. Oh, God. Okay, 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 okay. Um, but anyway, one problem at a time. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. okay. Okay, you know what, guys? If you don't care, I'm going to have Bubba Joe tell you a joke for a second because I am actually in active communication with Scopely Live Ops, and I have a qu- I've got a follow-up question. So hang on. Enjoy. I mean, you have follow-up questions. There are no questions. I do, I do have questions. Um, I, I think Ripper's better at telling jokes than I am. I'm so not. Listen, everything I... Listen, some people find me funny. I, I don't do it on purpose, so I can't tell jokes. <laughs> and we're recording right now, so he may not be as funny as he normally is. Oh, Ripper! Ripper's very, very yeah, funny. PG jokes. Ripper, Ripper's funny. very funny. Okay. On no, a, on also, a... humans suck, oh, and is. I'm in incredible pain right now. So you know, there's that. What? You're in pain? What happened? Oh, I'm I'm just in pain. Don't worry about it. Uh okay. And life pain or nothing specific? And just... yeah, nothing specific or just the stuff that you have to deal with a couple of times a year. Mm. Uh, I hate that for you, man. I hate that for you. Thoughts and it's prayers. It's more than a couple of times a year, but you know, you you've actually had a decent year, right? Like you haven't had as many uh, problems, it seems, or at least. Yeah, it has been okay. Yeah. I mean, not perfect, but you know, it is what it is. Well, uh, thoughts and prayers to our friend Ripper um, yeah. as he uh, as he recovers from this stupid, stupid human condition. Um. Bodies, you know, are broken. Bodies I don't know frail. why the human body is so garbage. Humans are the worst. <laughs> humans are just the worst, aren't they? God, stupid humans. They truly are. They it really, is... really are. We're not German sausage. Um, not. As a matter of fact, not the worst. as a matter of fact, I do. There you want a joke. There you go. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> as we continue our stupid news, everybody. Stupid <laughs> news. Yes, thank you, everybody. Uh, Let's get into the news. We'll tell you about some more stupid humans. And then we will continue, Bubba Joe, uh, with a common theme today as we continue to talk about stupid humans. Uh, let's see. Where's where's my news? 
Oh, oh, whew. almost lost it, Bubba Joe. Thank God I found it. Uh, <laughs> residents of downtown Salt Lake City, Utah, have reported. This is so good. This is so good. They have reported hearing strange music coming from their sewers in downtown Salt Lake City. Strange music coming from the sewers at night, sparking some to speculate, Bubba, that the sound may have extraterrestrial origins. Right? Like, that's that's this, the, the rumor going on over in Salt Lake City. I'm Some people wondering if that's where E.T. would wind up if he had, like, a really bad drug problem or something. The mystery, <laughs> the mystery was cleared up by the Salt Lake City Department of Public Utility this past week, Bubba Joe, who said that the sound was coming from, and I quote, the sewer line rapid assessment tool, or as they refer to it in their department, a sewer rat. The rapid assessment tool. They call it a sewer rat. People in other cities like New York, they hear sounds from sewer rats all the time, usually just squeaking or hissing, not the loud boombox music that you would hear as if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were waiting on pizza delivery. That They call it a sewer rat. Okay? Like you, I. That's real. I'm not making that up. It's amazing, and I love it. The landmark Hollywood sign in Los Angeles, California, is getting refurbished for its 100th birthday next year. So just like the people of L.A., apparently getting a lot of work done. <laughs> the makeover is expected, or maybe not, the makeover is expected to take approximately eight weeks and will include a new paint job, to which the people of L.A. said, what's a job? <laughs> oh. Good. A record-breaking <laughs> record number of New York residents, Bubba Joe, switched their driver's license to the Sunshine State this past month. In total, a record-shattering 5,838 New Yorkers have now officially changed their residence to the state of Florida. You'll see lots of expensive automobiles driving the streets of New York uh, these days. Uh, but the most valuable one, uh, most valuable one right now, is indeed the U-Haul van. That's what you're going to see in New York City. Woo. Let's get into some sports news, Bubba Joe. The Buffalo Bills' Bobby Hart. You had to have seen this last week, right? You're a sports guy. You saw the clip. He was suspended for one game. One game he was suspended after punching the Tennessee Titans coach. Well, accidentally, though, Bubba Joe, it was an accident because he was actually swinging at a player. That's what he says anyway. I uh, apologize for accidentally hitting the coach. He was not who I was trying to hit. The Titans coach wasn't thrilled about the apology, but even he had to admit it was kind of nice to see someone's team showing a little fight in him. <laughs> the NFL announced that Hart violated unsportsmanlike conduct rules, and now they're respectfully asking him to keep the violence at home. <laughs> In other sports news, <laughs> so bad today. In other sports news, a fan was arrested for assault after allegedly throwing a water bottle and hitting Cleveland Browns owner Jimmy Haslam this past week, Bubba Joe, near the end of the team's loss to the New York Jets. According to Cleveland police, 51-year-old Jeffrey Miller was captured on stadium video surveillance throwing the bottle. They were going to press charges, but he was let go, Bubba Joe. 
because being a Browns fan is punishment enough. And ladies and gents, there is your stupid news. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yay. It's a very, but the Browns won. How can very, being a Browns fan be bad? Very quiet audience here. I, I will produce my own applause. Thank you. Thank you. That was your stupid news, everybody. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. All right, Baba Joe, listen, this is the barometer. Whenever you're not here, the news is better. When you are here, you claim the news is terrible. Can you, can you pass judgment here today? I can confirm that theory still holds true. <laughs> That's terrible. You're so mean. Uh, welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJ. Let's, uh, let's continue. Did you get a lot of laughs during that segment? I, I, mean, I thought so. In my head. Okay. All right. Lots of them in my head. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the chat, we were laughing on the inside. The chat uh, doesn't even seem like they were really feeling it. I, I see a couple of LOLs. Uh, Benny Hill giving me the, the monkey drum. But they were too busy laughing to type. Thank you. Thank you. They were too busy laughing. Uh, Mosquito says I do it on purpose. What? The, I make the news bad when Bubba Joe's here? See, that would imply that the news was, in fact, bad. All right, I feel like it was pretty good. Uh, welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I was not banned. Um, let's let's begin with this. I'm not going to spend a lot of time yeah. on this. I'm not going to spend much time on this. I'm just going to quickly make a statement, okay? Because a lot of people saw craziness ensue yesterday. Obviously, that was not my intent, all right? Never intended for that snowball to get rolling. Um, so it was, uh, it was a crazy day. So let me set the record straight. There was no ban. There was no, there was no timeout. There was no mute. I just, I just had a post that was removed from the official discord, uh, a post in which it was, uh, determined by a, a, uh, by a panel of individuals that my, my post violated the rules of the official discord. All right. Um, that maybe and that's fine the decision of of that particular panel of humans is uh, is final and not to be questioned so is what it is they removed the post bubba joe what happened as a result was craziness and uh chaos but i want to to shift back to the reason that that it happened in the first place and not even uh, any any one individual. Let's talk about the reason for all of the angst on the official Discord to begin with yesterday. At Event Reset, players expected a material spend solo leaderboard, Bubba Joe. Right? That's, that's what was expected. Okay? The third four. and final cross-server solo leaderboard for Benjamin Sisko... And Miles O'Brien. Two officer cards combined into one leaderboard for the third cross-server solo leaderboard and a third and final opportunity to acquire Benjamin Sisko shards based on your level of spend and or engagement. What we saw launch into the game, Bubba Joe, was indeed not that. All right? Kind of silly, right? What we saw was not that. What we saw was a, uh, a cross-server solo leaderboard for materials and directives as we expected mechanically, but we saw it for Honor Guard Wharf and we saw it for Khan as a part of incursion prep events. Well, this surprised a lot of players and it was not what was planned. 
nor was it what was advertised and or communicated. So naturally, everybody kind of pauses, most people, I think, kind of pause for a minute and say, yo, what's going on? While we had a chance to uh, try to escalate the situation to Scopely HQ and what we determined and what we were able to announce to the community was that this was actually an intended swaparoo. Bubba Joe, they changed the the auction on purpose. All right. I I Okay, continue. Uh no, go ahead. Please interject. I never assumed that it was someone accidentally hitting a button. Please, <laughs> please interject, uh please interject your commentary. All right. I don't believe that for a second. I'm sure that's what they told you. I think based you know, on Scopely's performance, it is far more likely that the person who runs incursions didn't talk to the arc runner to know that there was going to be material spent for Cisco this weekend and just plugged his event in and they didn't want to have overlapping events. I think that is far more plausible than the explanation Scopely gave. Okay. Yeah, I would say I would say they realized incursions was landing on the same event day. Yeah, agree. Okay. Run them at the same time. Well, that's plausible. That's plausible. And then, of course, of course, it was suggested, Karkin, that we leave them both up and run them synergistically. All right. Well, that obviously. Record auction. Yeah, that obviously wasn't going to happen. Although, it would have been curious to see that play out, Bubba. I mean, would players have gone ham if there were four officers in, in, you know, one synergistic type of auction with two events it would have been very very interesting um to just to see what the outcome of that would be all right but nonetheless uh what was relayed to us and what was shared with the community was that it was intended and that cisco would not be running now there are a couple of perspectives on this for the, from the perspective of players who were just looking for an opportunity to spend, Bubba Joe, from the perspective of players who were just waiting on on a material sync auction so that they could upgrade their ship or they could build a couple of bases or do some research, for that perspective, um, what happened yesterday was not a huge deal. Okay? In fairness. Also, there was a perspective that I saw and and leading back to you know some of the comments I made at the very beginning of the show – there was um, indifference if some players already had Benjamin Cisco unlocked. Now, I take exception with that. Now, obviously, your opinion is your opinion, okay? But I take exception with that because of how it was done. There was no communication, no advanced warning. And, and let, me, let me be clear. Echo came out last night and did what Echo does. Echo fell, fell on, on a sword. He fell on a sword. Okay? John, Bo, uh, John Bovey, John Bovey, John Bon Jovi, John Bovey in our chat says, Echo said he was told about the change beforehand and that he forgot to post the announcement. <clears throat> this is Echo doing what Echo does. All right? Here's the thing. Echo has goodwill. Echo's a great guy. Echo works hard. Okay? Echo was doing what Echo does. 
He's trying to diffuse the situation with the goodwill that he has built up and generated within the community. All right. I, I appreciate what he's done. I also could even believe that he might have known in advance. I doubt this was a change, Bubba Joe, that was implemented on a Saturday morning. All right? Whether or not he forgot to make the announcement or whether or not he was doing other things or whether or not he couldn't make the announcement or whatever that case may be is irrelevant. All right? Uh, Irrelevant with regards to the way Echo presented himself in the community last night. And, And here is my problem, Ripper. All right? If it was Echo's responsibility, then fine. All right. I, I, I mean, it kind of is. If, if, can I just call a spade a spade here for a second? Can I just rip this Band-Aid off? I mean, I, I'm not trying to say something I'm not supposed to say, but, and, and, and for the record, I don't know. But do we know that, that Echo is, is being 1,000% uh, straight up with us when he said he just forgot because Echo doesn't forget much. Echo's pretty I mean, that, active. Yeah, but but then the, but then again, you know, we have to go on what is said. And if he said, if he, he knew, said he forgot, then fine. W- w- you know, whether forgetting or you know other things happen, that is not really relevant. If if he did know, it was his job to make sure this information was announced to the community. If so, if. Here I go, ripping the Band-Aid, if indeed he was permitted to do so. And that is my bigger suspicion. Bubba Joe's got a suspicion about it just being an accident. Stevens Aaron agrees. Karkin agrees. I have a a suspicion of my own that it was changed and they weren't going to tell anybody. No matter what your suspicion is, the bottom line is Saturday came at Event Reset and... 95% 95% of the community was very disturbed by this action. Now, let's talk about why people were disturbed, Bubba Joe, because they still got an auction. Well, I want to know why they changed it. Well, they, you still got an auction, Karkin. Yeah, and, and listen, let's not pretend. Let's not pretend that Honor Guard mm. Wharf is not valuable, okay? Of course he's no, valuable. but he's got sourcing. Does and he? Normally, we would have the auctions. Normally, he's we would the have the chest. auctions for our months' offices, and that's what people were banking on. Wait a second. Let me come back to Aaron's comment uh, in, in just a second. Bubba, Honor Guard Wharf is in the ultras. Okay, mm-hmm. I can get behind that. That hasn't stopped us from doing auctions for other officers in the past. All right. True. But Cisco is not in yeah. the Ultra Chest and only has sourcing through this arc. And one of the things, if you recall a couple of shows back, that I praised them for was the uh. transparent, <laughs> here's how to get Cisco uh-huh. thing yeah. that they posted. Uh-huh. And if you use that to mm-hmm. plan your progression and uh-huh. go, okay, yes. I need to take 50th in this auction and 50th of this auction and 50th of this auction <gasps> and do all the other yeah. things and I will unlock what? Cisco and they what? pulled one from you. Are you telling me right now, Bubba Joe, that players involved in this game actually employ a little bit of strategy when they're playing this strategy-based MMO? Is that what you're saying? 
Some do. I was I waiting don't. for the dun dun dun. Okay, here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Is the answer not anymore? Like, well, I you know, yeah. uh, shame on you, planners. How come you didn't just mortgage your house in the first two weeks? Here's yeah, I should have planned that the last one was going to be cut. Dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, Karkin. It's the it's players' fault. Of course, it's players' fault. You guys didn't get the officer in the first two auctions. It's should your have fault. Known Scopely was going to do this to you. You should have known. Now, let me let me let me back up here for a second. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Okay. Yeah. This is one thousand percent why I was as vocal as I was yesterday, Bubba Joe. All right. And and by the way, I did have some people say it wasn't a big deal to them because they had unlocked Cisco. Somebody asked me, why is it a big deal to you? You unlock Cisco. And and sure, I, I can understand that perspective, but because I don't win auctions, Bubba Joe. I do auctions to try to get top 25 or top 10. Now, if you are a traditional winner of auctions, then yeah, tier two is obtainable. Tier two is extremely obtainable. If you traditionally do well in solo leaderboards for recruiting, I get that. That's reasonable too. Now, I don't. So why do I care? Honestly, why did I spend 10 hours yesterday making 15 enemies and dealing with, with, Only with 15. Uh, at least <laughs> that, that I know of, okay? Oh. Why did I spend uh, other multiple hours yesterday in meetings and phone calls and conversations about my vocal position? And it's exactly and, what you said. And you weren't the only one, because before you made your comment, I made pretty much the same comment, sort of comment to that. Well. Like a few posts above. Here, here's it's the like, thing. No. Scopely has got to... Hmm, Scopely, you have got to... to observe a little closer. You have got to begin to attempt to understand how your players play this game. Yeah, I, I just I, I I can't say it any differently than that, Bubba. I mean, you you've said it longer than I have. You have said for years that that scopely decision makers don't know how their game works. And and I have always kind of stepped back from that a little bit. I've always kind of kind of maybe defended a little bit that, that, that they do know or that they do understand or that, that, that the decisions that they make are with intent. And I gotta, I just honestly don't get it anymore. I mean, it, it's, it's not enough that we make a poor decision. A poor decision. Let's start the month with Gala. Okay, and and that was a knee jerk reaction. Ripper and I agreed. We witnessed the whole thing, back door all the way out to the public implementation. It was a knee jerk reaction, and and in my opinion, I f- I feel like this may have been another. 
And instead of reacting, can we can we respond? I would like a response instead of a reaction. Bubba, let's talk about the difference yeah. in those two words. A reaction is, in a lot of cases, involuntary. A reaction is done automatically in, in a lot of cases. Not always, obviously, okay? But I'm, I'm drawing an example. It's done automatically, involuntarily, without thought. A response is something that you consider, that you ponder, that you think about, and you, you plan, and you strategize a reasonable if not overly beneficial or positive outcome. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the time frame was on this decision. I, I have a feeling. I don't know what the reason for the decision was. I have a feeling. Well, I'm not here to peddle my feelings and opinions. Okay? Not, I am. Well, I'm well not there gonna, was about two hours we between could, <laughs> Echo posting the removal and then him announcing the new event. Well, well, let's let's talk. That was about, at least two hours. Let's talk about this here uh, for a second, in, in in a second, okay? Hey, actually, you know what? Forget, it, forget. It. Let let's let's do what Steven Aaron says because I I want to stick to the clock today, Bubba Joe, and I don't want to, and I don't want to. I made enough trouble yesterday. As a matter of fact, one of the one of the few uh, friends that I still have uh, sent me a message this morning and and just said the following words, Bubba Joe: "Good morning, troublemaker." Okay. <laughs> um, good morning, troublemaker is what I received this morning from this individual. Um, you probably got woke up for a meeting about you. Or something <laughs> could could have been something could have been something like that. Good morning, troublemaker, because um, the the reason that I'm vocal and and I'm going to say this, and and Stephen Aaron kind of already said it. Bubba said it. There was a there was a path, okay. And if you've already got Cisco unlocked or you're chasing tier two or you, you whatever, you had a plan. I don't care what you your your position is, and I don't care what your objective was. If your objective was to just unlock Cisco, then maybe you were fine. Maybe you were in, in a percentage of the population that truly did not care. And that's fine. You're entitled to that opinion. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. The reason that I cared, all right, is for you guys. Because I can't tell you how many PMs I got yesterday, Bubba Joe. How many PMs I got that, well, well crap. There were three auctions. And, and I had done all the math. Based on their communication, based on their in-game news, I did the math. I knew that if I finished in one top 10 and two top 25s and did the SMSs and did the events and the missions that I would obtain precisely the number of shards necessary to unlock this officer, which indeed would be what? How many shards to unlock this cat? Is it 100? 110. 110. I did the math. It would have taken me a top 10 and two top 25s. 
Now, Bubba Joe, that sounds crazy. How can you plan to place in the top 25? How can you do that? It's a leaderboard. Somebody can outspend you, right? True. That's possible. You pool your resources. Well, that's what players do in this game. They budget and they plan. And no, it can't be precisely calculated. It can't be. But players can make that attempt. And that is what Scopely missed out on yesterday, Bubba Joe, is that based on their communication, based on their calendar, players developed a strategy. Players developed a, a, a method in which to engage in your content that probably still involved some degree at some time of spend. Okay? I'm not talking about cash, necessarily. But, but if you, for example, do buy the monthly pack, and let's say that you, by chance, bought the treasury this month, or even better, you unlocked the treasury with your desealing rod fragments, and you had a stash of materials ready to go for a material spend auction for this month's feature officer, right? Yep. And let's pretend for a second, let's pretend for a second that a few of you might have looked at this auction and had the following conclusion. You know, it's not going to make a big, huge difference for me with my progression of Cisco, but, but hey, Miles. but Miles O'Brien, I could, I could tear that up one tier or unlock it, if, if even. Players plan. Players do the math. Scopely describes this game as a strategy-based MMO. What's the strategy if players have the rugs pulled out from under their feet at every flipping turn? Mm -hmm. Where's the strategy? How can your players develop strategy if you can't follow your own rules. I mean, this this is the stuff, Bubba, that just drives me to drink. This is the stuff that makes me want to bash my furry cat head against a wall. I don't get it anymore. And 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 I'm I'm honestly just you know what, like a lot of you have shared with me, and Scopely, I'm going to paraphrase probably 50 different players that PM'd me yesterday. <laughs> we are getting dangerously close to the end of our rope. Mm-hmm. So a lot okay. of that yesterday, a lot of that. We are getting dangerously close frustrated. to the end of our rope. Let's talk about the mechanics of what happened. Okay? 
Let's talk about the mechanics of what happened. The solo leaderboard cross-server solo leaderboard has been removed. Khan and Honor Guard Wharf are put back in or replaced or was always going to be there, whatever your position is on that. But guess what did, in fact, remain? The milestone. The paired milestone. And let's not pretend that the paired milestone is a small requirement. For a vast majority of the community, it's a pretty steep requirement. Okay? I mean, we, we've even, Bubba Joe, gotten to the point where we don't describe that as truly free to play anymore. You know, it's a steep requirement. We, we tell players that it's coming, and yes, it can be free to play, but it's not infinitely free to play. You, you've got to be pretty careful. You've got to, oh God, I'm going to say it again, plan. in a row. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to plan the mm. rewards that you earn throughout the month. You got to plan uh, on the resources and materials that you're earning or buying. Bubba, let me ask you a question. Trader, I'm going yes. to come to you next on this. Bubba Joe, did you buy the treasury 10 days ago? Uh, I used my de-sealing rods. Okay, okay, good. But you acquired the contents of your lockbox, correct? Yes, okay. correct. Bubba Joe, did you immediately and and without hesitation and without regard to the remaining portion of the calendar, did you go out and immediately dump all those materials uh, at a time where there was nothing that would incentivize you to do so? Well, so I unlocked it on the weekend. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair. So you did. So I did immediately spend them. <laughs> you did, but you spent them for... But I spent them because there was an auction. Okay. How many other people unlocked their lockbox outside of a recruiting event? Trader, uh, did you acquire your lockbox this month? I did. All right. Did you unlock it on the and weekend, or did you unlock it on Thursday? I or? did it in the middle of... I, I lost you. You did it... I, I unlocked it in the middle of the week, I think Wednesday. Okay. And Wednesday. And oh. I waited until the Saturday auction. <laughs> Silly. Why would you do that? That's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Captain Mark, what about yours? When you acquire materials from a daily event... Your tickets right now, for example, do we immediately go in and just blast it down to zero on a ship upgrade or, or a research or this or that? I mean, is that how we use the lockbox? Sometimes. I did that. Okay. Fine. But I, I had been under the influence. You guys aren't helping us point. No, <laughs> my point is fine, is that players can do it differently, different ways. Absolutely, this is my point. Okay, you can do it however you want. But for players who choose to do it in a more mathematical, methodical, strategic way, you will. As a matter of fact, Ripper has come out and and said obviously, clearly that he just does what he wants when he wants and 
takes whatever the game gives him, right, Rip? You've said that. That is, that's your strategy is that you have no strategy. You just do what you want when you want, right? Yeah, I don't I don't even look at the calendar. I, I don't know what events are coming there you at go. all. Some players will play like that, and that's fine. Completely fine. I mean, it's usually like, you know, I have always something to upgrade because, you know, I don't upgrade if I don't have to, right? Sure. I mean, I've got probably 50 researches I could do right now. Why might I not do them? Maybe. Why? Because I don't need them right now. Okay. You don't need them. Why else? Short on mats. Okay. Fair. Why else? Spending the materials isn't going to give you an event bonus. Okay. I'm not going to get paid to spend them. I'm not going to be rewarded for doing it. Why else? I like wombles because your star base is broken. That works too. Yeah, that could be. That could be, too. All right. Meanwhile, FYI, Scopely, you're on day, what, 16 of this bug? Where are we on that? Well, they said they had a fix. They sure did. Clearly, that didn't work. Nope, sure didn't. Then, after that, they had another fix, and it failed as well. It's so, almost as if they don't actually know why it happens. Do you actually know exactly why it's happening, Ripper? Just curious. No. Okay. I don't. I- I'll tell you what I do know real quick. I mean, I would if they showed me the code. I am, I I am going to tell you uh, very quickly that I have been doing my own investigation. And, and while this is not holding true for everybody, Bubba, it's holding true for like 95. 90 plus percent of cases so i'm just gonna launch it as a hypothesis or a working theory right now and and players should be aware of this when when looking to try to move um and and some starbase 26 players are not included in this so i don't think it's the end all be all but i think uh bubba joe that there is such a thing as uh so, Pajem, Morska, and Rador, okay? A large number of players who attempt to relocate to a plasma mine in one of those three systems get yes. their Starbase frozen by Starbase 26. I am referring to them as tainted nodes. Sometimes I feel uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. I've been, I've been waiting for like three days to do that. I am calling them tainted <laughs> well nodes. Thank you. Appreciate that. Now that was funny. Thank you. DJ, thank you. Uh, yes. I, I, think, I think that is uh, confirmation bias. Uh, w- confirmation bias. Well, it could be. It could be. All right. I don't know that the nodes themselves are bad. I, I'm not claiming it's, that. It's highly unlikely. You know, it, it's, it might not be the nodes. It could be something about the system itself. All right. But a lot of people, a lot of people who are using these systems are, are the ones who are coming to me with Starbase 26 errors. Okay. That might well be. But I think when you start looking at that, you're looking at the wrong thing. It could be. Could be. At this point... But if you don't know where to look, well, I was going to say at this point, do we do we even know where to look? Nothing. Do we yeah. even know where we're looking right now? Because um, my suspicion is that they have a a case of database inconsistency somewhere. You know, 
I think that's very plausible if, if somebody, you know, laid out some breadcrumbs for me because, Ripper, we also know that there's another bug happening which does have an easy workaround. All right. The, 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 yeah, that's something else. The bug. That's just the client being stupid. Well, it could. That's fine, Rip, but, but you're talking about database relationships and stuff. Yeah, and, that's, that has nothing to do with any kind of database. That's just the client not fetching things when it should, and then the client doesn't know about a thing, and then. All right. So could I, could I summarize it, the bug it, of broken prerequisites as just the client is doing something wrong? And it's not fetching your prerequisites, correct? Like, is that a fair It is not statement? fetching the current state of the Starbase okay. in situations. Now, like, not fetching at all. That's that's just the client being well, stupid. It shows my Starbase in two systems. <laughs> yeah, but yours is kind of broken. <laughs> yeah, two Starbases. He's got three Starbases. All right, now listen. I, I, I don't understand this, Rev. Okay? <laughs> But but let me just ask a yes or no question. Regardless of what is actually going wrong, is it broken? Well, something Ref- more certainly is. Rephrase. Even for the prerequisite <clears throat> thing. Is it functioning perfectly? No. So it's broken. Yes. So we've got prerequisite displays. Broken. Yes. We got harvester nodes. Broken. Well, the nodes. Display. No. Display. Sorry. Display. The- harvester displays. Broken. Oh, you mean the rendering bug? Sure. Yeah. Uh, your is the rendering bug the white squares? Yeah. Okay. So that's broken. You know what else is broken? The actual harvester display for how much you're acquiring it's displaying at 2x broken yeah yeah starbase 26 broken and and i don't mean to ask a leading question mox but i'm trying to illustrate my point which is this entire arc has been about as disgusting as we've ever seen. And, I, and I'm, I'm um, not pulling punches. It's sloppy. I mean, a lot of things are in this game. I mean, it's the thing. They never fix the, you know, preset bug. That still happens. Because mm. why would they fix it? Sure. Broken. What else? That's so many things. I think the... the how many of you the guys? Mantis research still applies. It's still not uh-huh. fixed. Yeah. They did. They did apply the workaround I suggested to get around the the news being stuck as new for people. Yeah. Oh, good. They did apply that one, but uh, I told them what to do. Oh well, good. I'm glad that 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 got fixed. So so people are now it, able to actually it's, view it's their It's a workaround logs. currently being applied. There is a more of a better fix that they should work on because that would improve a lot of things. Um, but you know it's. That's broken now, so that's great. How many players are finding themselves either unable or spending five to six to ten times as much time grinding action because your apexes are frozen? Well, but yeah, that's not a new thing, though. That is a thing they never fixed. 
broken. And they never, they, like, I, I, it's just, listen, they, they have a bug somewhere in their code that can cause hostiles to be stuck in the combat state. This is what happens. And then you cannot attack them. No, they're stuck. And, and it is of incredibly course unfortunate. Well, when you have a specific system, like the Axion systems, with a specific hostile that everybody is gunning for, that literally every time it spawns, it will die. Statistically, it will eventually break. And when it does, the system is now essentially worthless for a Mantis owner. All right, and when I say worthless, I just mean you can still go in there and do Chrysalis, but it will take 10 times the amount of time. I mean, but but to be fair, you know, the, the, like these kinds of issues are not new, like nothing new. You know, every, you know, basically every single time they it's add something new, the same bug. something is broken. Yeah. And then it never gets fixed. So, like some things get fixed, some other things don't, and some things take two years to get fixed. I guess maybe... Why? That's where I find my frustration. I ever. do not quite understand is that and what i also don't quite understand is why nobody or like maybe some people are but they get shut down or whatever but someone should just stand up and say listen team what we're doing here is not good we have to change something could this perhaps be a scenario that is contributing to the frustration level of players to the point where they actually send me a message and say, I'm at the end of my rope. It's been real. Thank you. I'm out. I mean, broken things that don't get fixed don't help. Right? So. <clears throat> that is very simple. I, I want to come back to something here real quick. Um because I'm looking at my big red clock. I want to I want to come back to this Cisco thing. All right, we're, we're, we're talking. We're complaining. We're, we're talking. We know what's broken. They may not know, but we do. Cisco, Bubba Joe, you got the paired SMS, unpaired SMS. Now, if a player was relying on that SMS, I know that very, very quick pivot right there, right? Like, not even a segue. Like, okay. Let's go back. Point A. You got the Cisco unpaired SMS. Yeah, by the way, yeah, Syndicate is still broken at level 20, uh, level 30. Yes, that is still a thing too. Not broken. Or, I mean, not fixed. Broken! Well, to be fair to them on that one, I I know that it worked in dev for a fact. So... <laughs> Okay. That is actually true. It worked okay, okay. in dev. All right. That's cool. Apparently, it didn't work on live for players. Broken in live. Uh, All right. Oh, well. I, I don't even have the energy, Bubba Joe, to do my to do my normal scopely fix it. By the way, somebody on Twitch uh, redeemed Toy Mice to have me change my name in game, and it is indeed scopely fix it. 
uh, if you would like, I'll post this into the graphics room very quickly so that you can see I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am sharing your frustration community. There is my current in-game name in the graphics room. If you care to take a look. All right. Now. The unpaired SMS can do one of, have one of two outcomes. One, you're going to participate for Honor Guard Wharf and Con, which means if you're playing in that solo leaderboard, Bubba Joe, then you're going to satisfy the solo milestone for Miles O'Brien uh, and, and Cisco. Correct? Yeah. If, if you're going to play, yes. if you're yeah, going to play in that cool. auction, you'll still do that mm -hmm. SMS, no harm, no foul. Now, what if you're a player like, say, I don't know, anybody, me, I'll, I'll use me as an example. Am I going to chase this, uh, this auction? No, I'm not. All right, a couple of reasons for that. There's a few reasons. One, and, and by the way, none of those reasons involve Honor Guard Wharf not being valuable. He 1,000% is valuable. Uh, you're not going to change my mind on that, all right? He's a great officer. And, and with, with planning and notification and, and you know, advanced uh, communication, I would welcome an Honor Guard Wharf auction, Bubba Joe. I got no problem with him being in an auction. Khan's a different story, but, you know, could be helpful to new servers, whatever, all right? But I'm fine with Honor Guard Wharf in an auction. I got no problem with that. The problem is that that wasn't what was expected. That's not what players based their entire month around regarding their sourcing of this month's featured officer. Officers. Okay? That's what players were planning for. Now, if you don't care about the Honor Guard Wharf auction, which I am not going to chase, all right? I am currently ranked 101st in the Honor Guard Wharf auction, all right? Because I did have a decision to make. I'm ranked 101st because I did do my SMS, all right? I did do my SMS, but what actually happens to players who might not find themselves in a position to essentially do this twice. Because what they've done here, Bubba Joe, is come out and announced, and here's going to be a part of your, your information, if I, if I may share with you, okay? Part of the information that I can give you, what I do know, which is not much, is that effective Monday at Event Reset, you will receive a solo leaderboard. Solo leaderboard, not cross-server, okay? A solo leaderboard for Cisco. And so not Miles? Oh, wait. And He's what? In there? And what? Well, Should be Cisco and Miles. Oh, oh, okay. So tomorrow, Monday, at event reset, you will receive a solo leaderboard for Cisco. 
Do I need yes. do I need to repeat it a third time? I'm waiting for you to finish saying it the first time. Further, no, no, that that is it. That's it. End of period. End of statement. Period. <sighs> Here's what else we know. You will not receive a paired SMS. Because you already got it. Because God forbid they give out a few shixer shards. Here's here's my frustration with this, okay? If you you were a player that needed a top 25, then you were ready to spend materials, Bubba Joe, right? Except by breaking this up, Scopely... You think you're doing us a favor? Seriously, honest to God? You think this is a good outcome? Because here's what's actually happening. They're going to get you twice. Because you're going to have to do the SMS today, and you'll get to do the leaderboard tomorrow. This is the your proposed solution demonstrates your lack of knowledge about your product. And that is the kindest way that I can put it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's 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 Maybe not lack of knowledge about the product, but certainly a lack of knowledge about the community. Lack and, of knowledge about ha- strategy, lack of knowledge about how players accumulate and spend and play and, and, and I don't know, utilize strategy Correct. and what you call a strategy Correct. game. Uh, now, let me give you more information. This auction will indeed be power-gained. <clears throat> I don't like to use the words domination, Bubba Joe. You want to know why? You know what a, a veteran player, what we, you, Bubba Joe, you, Ripper, Mark Trader. Yeah, what we call a domination event, what we call a domination event is an event that scores off of what following metrics, Bubba Joe? Let's list them out. Uh, power gain due to defense platforms. Okay, good. Next. Power gained due to buildings. Uh-huh. Yep. Next. Power gained due to research. Yes. Next. Uh, po- uh, officer XP spent. Yep. And finally. And ship XP spent. Which does technically translate to what spent? Uh, Latinum. Latinum. Okay. We have always for referred to... A subset of players. Not for, yeah, for not everybody, obviously. But, but many ways to score. That's what we call a domination auction. Okay? That's what we call a domination auction. Now, Scopely... that's what scores in a domination event. Of course. So, Scopely, well. comes, Scopely comes out and announces a domination auction for Cisco tomorrow. At first, Bubba, I'm thinking, okay... That's not the end of the world, right? Two different currencies. I'm going to spend materials on Wharf, and, buddy, I've got ships that need XP. I got Latinum. I'm ready to go. It's been months, months since we had a domination auction. I am excited. 
Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, DJ. Hold up. No, we're not putting XP in there. Wait, what? You called it a domination auction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Domination. You know, power gained. No, no. Those are two very different, different things. Power gained is research buildings and defense platforms. Domination is XP. Yes. Now, Paulo says they never use XP on officer events. I disagree. It's not often, admittedly. It's not often. But they have done it. And you know what, Papa Joe? This was, when, when they said, no, no, we're not doing XP, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay? Like, honestly, the best thing you could do here is to actually launch a domination auction for a valued officer. You want to know why? Sentiment. Okay? Yeah. You screwed up. If you want any semblance of making this right with people, then separate the currencies. Allow a player to try to maintain their strategy this month by participating in the SMS and by participating in the cross-service solo leaderboard for Honor Guard Wharf and take the power gained auction for Cisco and make it domination. Now, that is going to be cheaper for a lot of people. Not everybody. But it is still bracketed. All right? But it's going to make it cheaper for a lot of people. And I personally don't think that I find anything wrong with that this month. You need a little bit of goodwill out here. I have a different opinion. Okay, I'm going to get to yours in just one second. I think you need a little bit of goodwill out here because here's here's mathematically, if I'm going to look at it from a revenue standpoint, if you leave Honor Guard Wharf and the cross-server solo leaderboard, people will probably find value in that and chase that officer auction and still satisfy their solo milestone so they can still work on Cisco and still potentially receive the unlock if indeed they've got some XP or some level one researches or some ship XP or officer XP or officers upgrade or whatever starting tomorrow. So actually what they are doing is putting more officer shards into the game. That's fine. Maybe they don't like that piece, okay? But that's what they're going to do. And you're diversifying the, the currency spend so that players aren't blindsided by your pre-planned yet unannounced change to the way that this officer would be acquired this month. Now, Ripper. So, DJ, uh, hang on. Okay, Bubba. Look, real quick. It's even worse than you think, considering they're already running milestones for power gained. That event is running right now. So then they're going to say, oh, yeah. well, not only are we not going to do domination, we're going to do the thing you've been spending on the last two days anyway. So here's what I, what I think, DJ. Okay. I think doing domination tomorrow or any event tomorrow for this is stupid. You know, I actually don't disagree. And kind with of that. a bad idea. I don't disagree with like that. Fundamentally a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I think my personal opinion, you know, I'm not trying to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. They should have just added all the shards to the incursion leaderboard and be done with it. That would have been the easiest, quickest way to get goodwill back. Or, but you know, yeah, no, I hey, agree. 
why why make it more complicated oh well guess we gonna you know double up the rewards for an event boo hoo come on well it's not like you know i know you have all your numbers or whatever take a loss at some point you know it's like not you're not actually losing money people might actually spend more for this then oh well but you know just my opinion i don't disagree with you rip as a matter of fact it was suggested i mean you saw it that was the first thing that was suggested just let it run throw it up and let it run no no i said add the 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 shards to the current one well that that was also know, launching suggested. a new one is going to be the scores are not there and then scores are going to be yeah agreed agreed and that was that was suggested it was absolutely brought up just, just i don't do i that. do not understand i do not understand why they are so against doing something like this when they screw up they don't think it's worse okay like honest to god they they this anyway I mean someone did something stupid obviously somehow right so something bad happened community pissed yeah community so you have to do something to to make them happier again but not like this no this and, and I said this yesterday I said listen really truthfully like there is a way that you can launch an event tomorrow and it be not as bad. But I did say, all right, and I'll I'll look for the quote if I want, nothing you do makes this right. Unless you do what Ripper said, okay? Anything is going to be received poorly. You guys have passed the window for a positive outcome. I told him that because because also, by the way, and, and and I don't know, some people might be upset at me for this. I did also suggest launching it as an ultra recruit spend, Bubba Joe. The reason I did that was separation from the other power gained uh, events that are going on. Right. And we haven't had one since April. All right. We haven't had an ultra recruit auction since April. So I suggested that. Yeah, but ultra recruits are is harder considering we've also had events like even look at today that we've got events for acquiring officer shards ah it doesn't matter stevens aaron they vetoed that too oh i I know that but i mean yeah so what you have tomorrow is a power gained research buildings and defense platforms no materials will count no directives will count and there is no paired sms and there is no Miles O'Brien. That's what you have tomorrow. Yeah. Can I ask a question, DJ? Uh, sure. Why have cross-server leaderboards for auctions gotten so much worse? <laughs> Can I tell you something? Maybe I shouldn't. Nah, you know what? Can okay. Can somebody <laughs> can somebody tell me? Go for it. Can somebody tell me what's in first place of a cross-server solo leaderboard right now? You know, throw, throw it out there. How many shards? 110 shards of Honor Guard Wolf and Khan. Okay. And that is enough for what? A single unlock? A single, uh, yep, yep. A tier one unlock. Is it? Right? Yep, tier I one unlock. Remember. All right. Uh, what about the last one we had? Last weekend. Wasn't it, wasn't it like double or triple? 
No. No, it was 110 of Cisco and 30 or something. 39 or 34, something like that. Right. Okay. 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 What about weekend number one, Bob Joe? Well, that was a regular server leaderboard, and that was 110 of Cisco. Oh, okay. So wait, they were the same. Minus the secondary officer. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to a previous month. Uh, What did we have last month for incursions? Oh. Same. Actually, that's not correct. Wasn't Lathmus and Kershaw's strike team? Strike team. How many shards? How many shards of strike team? Hmm. Ah. Uh, wasn't it 130 and 30? It was. Piano Man says it was a double unlock. Indeed, it was not! It was the same thing as every other auction has been for all time, Bubba Joe, with two exceptions. Now, Bubba Joe, you've got the memory of an elephant. Can you tell me what those two exceptions were? Is there only two? Because I was thinking there might be three. Oh, okay. See, I don't have the memory of an elephant. So, uh, correct me. Bubba Joe, tell me the, the occurrences in which first place either awarded more shards or there was more depth at the top of the leaderboard because that was also an occurrence if you recall an occurrence in which you were very vocally frustrated right anthology let's start there correct so in anthology the uh i know for a fact that the tos auction Mm -hmm. was 200 and then more than an unlock of two rare officers, I believe. It mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. 200 of Kirk. Is that correct? It was TOS Kirk. Yep. Oh, thank you, Lightbull. Look, Lightbull just posted up the link for stfc.space. 220 shards in first place, 72 of TOS Uhura, 68 of TOS Sulu, which is enough for tier two unlock of both uh, all three of those officers. And that was in first place, Bubba Joe. Can you uh, tell me what was in second and third place? If you're looking. Second and third uh, place. I can click on the link. That's okay. I'll tell people. Second and third place. As a matter of fact, Aaron, will you grab that link and throw it in the graphics room for our podcast audience so they can follow along? Second and third place was 154 shards of TOS Kirk, 50 for Uhura, 48 for Sulu. Is that the number of shards it takes to unlock those officers? Anybody? No, it's more uh, more than the required shards. It's actually, what, roughly a tier and a half, right? Like 1.5 tiers? It's it's an unlock plus a half. Yeah. Okay. But that was also in second and third place, which means in the top yep. three spots per bracket, they actually gave away technically, quote unquote, four total unlocks, right? Mm-hmm. Or rather, four tiers of, of an officer. Let's put it that way. Yes. Of a single officer, and then they did that three times, three officers. Mm-hmm. All right. What was the second? And we're, we're going to have to wrap this segment up, Bubba Joe, so I'll, I'll be quiet. What was your second and third examples? Uh, the second and third example are the uh, TNG, also from uh, May, and then the uh, Discovery from May. Wait, they all happened in Anthology? Yeah. Has it happened since Anthology? 
I don't know. Commander John says uh, something with the Picard auction. Was there a Picard auction that gave more than one tier? Because I didn't think it was more than one tier. Could have been. Again, no memory of an elephant here. I think that was a lower level. I think that was the lower level one. It was an Ops 20 to something, I think. There was one that someone got like 200 Picard shards or something. Okay. Well, 180 is an unlock, so... Yeah. It was like 200 or 250 or something. I, I can't I find it. Okay. Well... Um, Shinjo says there, there was Picard was two tiers. Okay. So we had anthology, which I'm going to consider as one occurrence, but it was three auctions. And then you had Picard come up a little bit later. Is that it? Is that all we got? Okay. Those are the ones I know of. All right. So when I, when I asked about cross server solo leaderboards, why there's, there's not seemingly been a lot of consistency. I discovered that anthology was a bug. Not a bug, a mistake. They weren't supposed to be double payouts. Now, Scopely, I want to point out a difference between May and September. In May, you realized you made a mistake. And you know what you did? You left it alone. Literally, the examples are perfectly concurrent. You paid out double the amount of shards. And this month, you scheduled two auctions on the same day that would have paid out double the amount of shards. The difference between May and September is this month you tried to claw it back. And you didn't even have to claw it back. Just launch the correct auction. Khan and Honor Guard Wharf never should have been a part of this conversation. I mean, you could have even left it in the incursion folder. Who cares? You could have left it in the incursion folder. Nobody, nobody would have cared. Because what did Incursions have last month? You said it was Strike Team. What did they have the month before? Wharf and Con. Wharf and Con. Okay? So if you had Wharf and Con two months ago, then you had Strike Team last month, would it have been? I mean, would we have even known? Would we have suspected anything if you had put Cisco and Miles in the Incursion folder? They would have done what they said they were going to do. Yeah. Kept, kept their word. I mean, if people have asked, they could have just said, well, you know, two events kind of pointed us, so, you know, make it one. <sighs> so that's what's coming tomorrow. Double spend. And, and when I say double spend, I'm not necessarily implying that you're going to have to spend materials. But Bubba... You only have so many level one researches, right? Like, I mean, you don't have an infinite Correct. supply. You don't have an infinite supply. And even if you've been saving some of your new Starbase researches, these level ones actually don't pay out that big, do they? No. No. All right, Which so, I actually like, by the way. Yeah, listen, it, it is balanced. It is balanced. I mean, I don't, I don't mind that a bit. All right. But... 
have defense platforms reverted back to paying gobs of, of PowerPoints and these things yet? No. Oh, nah. no. Did Scopely ever give us an official communication on that either? No. No, no. Um, by the way, if you see the separate line in domination for defense platforms, that doesn't work. They are treated as a regular building, so you don't get 40, you get 20. Or was it 40 and 20 other way around? Whatever. They count as, as, as same same point per power gain as a regular building. Correct. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Because, yep, yep. because the, the, the special filter for this is a defense platform broke. But <laughs> nobody really apparently listens to me or whatever. And, and for the record, Ripper brings this up every single time we have a power gain event. Sometimes they implement it, sometimes they don't. Uh, it happens 100% of the time. And I will wrap this segment with this. Hence, Scopely, why I'm frustrated. Why your players are frustrated. Why, actually, Ripper doesn't sound frustrated, but, I mean, I don't know. Rip, are you frustrated? I don't want to speak for you. What do you mean frustrated? I mean, like, are you just tired of saying the same thing over and over again? Like, are, are you tired of saying, hey, by the way, power gained, you know, defense platforms, that filter's broken? Oh, no, it's, no the last one, the last one, the, 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 the person running the arc listened. Yeah, right? it they, did. They, they, uh, they adjusted the, the text uh, to not be broken and wrong. Yeah, last month's arc runner, who did a fantastic... No, this one. Oh. Was it in this one? Uh, I think no. it was this month. Have we had a power gain auction this month? I don't believe we have. I can't... Mm. I don't think we have. It I think was, there was something. Was no. it last month? No, it I was last it was month. This month. No, it was last month's guy. I can't. I, I, I I'm not interested. I remember that conversation. That was definitely last month's um, Hmm. Anyway. And it looks like they did actually adjust the the power numbers in the incursion one as well. So some someone shared that info. Oh, good. Okay. Well, not. Um, not everything, but they could might as well just remove the text because defense platforms are just buildings. There you go. Um, and why this is a is is a problem, and I'm going to wrap with this because my clock is blinking at me now. It is in 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 a sense double re, double material spent. You're not getting paid. You're not scoring points off the materials that you spend. It's going to be based off the power that you're able to generate. But truthfully, unless you have high ops level level one researches. Almost anything that generates power is going to take uncommon. Almost. All right. Some of your higher level researches probably take common at level one. So that would be an advantage for you players. All right. And that's why I, I wanted to touch on this. What will the mechanics be? There's, there's a piece of it. If you've got higher unlocked research or, or locked research rather, where it takes common for big power, then that's what you're going to probably need to try to focus on tomorrow. That's what you're going to, that, that's going to be your big score. All right. Not everybody has that, which is why I don't fundamentally like it anyway, because if it's a material spend or power gain or whatever, this, that, some players, Bubba Joe, are going to be able to do today's SMS because they know that they've got a stack of power that they could do tomorrow. And not actually have to spend on common materials. You could do it with common materials. And therefore, if you can do it with common materials, you can also do it with latinum. It's not even the same metric. 
or a white team or a territory or starbase which none of those give massive amounts of power i mean some of them do some of them mm. do some of them do if you still got level ones it's still a finite number you only only have so yeah. many and let's not forget there's no paired sms it will just be a solo leaderboard so unless you can look in your tree today and realize that you've got 15 level one researches that all take common let me just tell you Bubba Joe, if there's a player listening to this right now and you could look through your research tree and you've got 15-plus level one researches that you can unlock that all take common, you're going to have a very good day tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't all those people are the ones that didn't want to do the new galaxy tree? <laughs> going to have a very, very good day tomorrow. For the rest of you, sorry, <laughs> your 20 days of planning and uh, acquisition and strategy and and specific placements in solo leaderboards all that was for naught you're you're done and if you were a player that only needed one more top 25 to unlock cisco well you're planning you know what you should have planned better it's your fault <laughs> we're going to take a break oh we're going to take let's a break. take a break when we come back yes when we come back, I'm going to restart my red timer, and we're going to talk about uh, – we're going to transition now into a little bit of analytics, Bubba Joe. Trader, uh, Ripper, hopefully. Karkin, Aaron. Uh, Truck and Chick should be joining us here very shortly as well. Is Cisco even worth the headache? We're going to talk about what he does and how important he may be to you. All right? And then, Bubba Joe, we're going to take uh, a few minutes, and by a few minutes, I probably mean like 30 or 40, and I'm going to open the stage with the intent, and I'll start with the panelists so you guys can kind of get a feeling for what we're trying to do. Bubba, what could, and, and maybe we don't even need to do this segment because it sounds like Ripper had the answer, what could Scopely have done differently? Let's pretend that, that today is real time. Yesterday happened. It's in the past, and we can't change it. What could Scopely do differently tomorrow or next week? Or what can be done? What is the right thing? <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. What's the right thing to do? Then, Bubba Joe, uh, we will begin wrapping up what should have been one of the most exciting arcs of the year. Aren't y'all excited for Deep Space Nine? We're going to talk about it coming up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, broadcasting live from the allinadvertising.com studios. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. Don't go anywhere. This portion of the show brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is a group of professionals gathered together around their love of something not only fun and youthful, but also a big business today. Toys, folks. Toys. Whether it's old toys or new toys, expensive toys, antique toys, or brand spanking new releases, these guys can help you find it, buy it, or sell it. I have yet to find a challenge they could not meet. So check them out. Your absolute toy professionals at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. 
More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. Hang on. Guys, you've seen it displayed from the content creators. You've heard it talked about. Introducing the next great, amazing tool in Star Trek Fleet Command. It's Spox.club. Maybe you've already tried it out, but have you really explored this thing? Visit Spox.club to customize your research, efficiencies, or even plan out your builds. Trying to figure out how your crew did compared to the other guy? Or maybe comparing a new grinding crew to the old standard? Compare your battle logs to see every detail of your combat side by side. Get all this and more by visiting spox.club today. Check it out. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Corn Nuts, the crunchy snack nuggets made from dead skin we cut off our toes. Girl, I DM'd only 23. Hope she's impressed with my wealth. I was always asking about herself Cause I belong to someone else I lied with smiles and smiles to my wife and many more Been late so many times but somehow I want more I don't mind spending every day on Instagram texting lots of things look for the girls I can get in the sack begging them to please just text me in the feel of this song. Now listen, Bubba Joe, I know I don't even want to ask Ripper because he's gonna just he's gonna hate it all. Um but I kinda I'm not a big fan of Lil Nas X. But this is uh this is alright. This is called Star Walking and yes Thiol you got it this is the League of Legends world anthem which I'm kinda liking it. Right? Is is Lil Nas X? Is that something you put on your car to go fast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Joker says he doesn't like it. But you know, here's the thing. It it is um, 
I like the energy of it, and it's very, very different than a lot of stuff he normally does. Okay, like he's he's a rapper, so this is a is really, really different than a lot of stuff he does. But um, I was really pleased to to discover this as I was just kind of listening to Apple Music, and I came across video game theme songs, and this one popped up from League of Legends. Really, not all that bad. It's not not the worst thing I've ever heard. Um. Yes, shiny. Well, that's because you listen to country. So well, it can't be the worst thing you ever. Okay, heard. okay, okay. Uh, the chat is is coming and saying, "Yo, isn't League of Legends like a successful mobile game?" I don't know anything about it. Is it? Is it? I think it it's is. a very successful mobile game. Oh, gee. No, no, no. They also have a mobile game these days. But it didn't start as a mobile game. Oh. The, the regular League of Legends is a is a not, not a mobile game. Ah, I see. So, but they have a they have a mobile game. I think it's called Wild Rift or whatever. Oh, cool! Is it fun? I don't know. Is it expensive? Is it frustrating? Does 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 it make me take does it, does it make me want to take my head and slam it in a car door thirteen and a half times? I mean, if you if you know the community, then probably yes. Oh, okay, never mind then. So I was just I was just curious. I mean, golly, I was just asking. Like, like I think I think League of Legends community is like known as one of the most toxic gaming communities on the planet. Oh so God, that's bad. Okay, well, I also, need it's not Star Trek. A pretty close second is uh, Overwatch. I need no <laughs> more toxicity in my life. So never mind. I, I, I was just asking questions. <laughs> yeah. Golly, geez. Um, speaking of speaking, somebody mentioned in the chat, they have creator codes. Uh, guys, I will, um, I will take a second just to give you a couple of announcements very quickly, uh, before we jump into our next topic, Bubba Joe, uh, just very quickly. Cause my clock is already running. Um, we have opened our email for our season of giving. We're looking for our Christmas angel family. Please email your nominations. All right. We're looking for. Uh, we're looking to make a difference in uh, in some children's lives this Christmas. All right, I, I really don't even know what else to say, Bubba, that I haven't been able to say uh, or that that I haven't already said. But it is a huge thing. Um, we guys, it's the end of September. Like it's already the end of September. We have very very little time. All right, so we need to find our family. We need to get that process rolling. And uh, and then we can kind of start to 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 come to you guys with with some Christmas gifts. All right. The goal here is to find a family that is is looking for a way to make Christmas happen for their little ones this year. Okay. And, and the little ones, I mean, some of the best parents out there, Bubba Joe. Some of the best parents out there uh, are are the parents who don't let their four-year-old or their six-year-old or their two-year-old or their 10-year-old, those kids who don't know anything's wrong, those kids who still have food and still have clothing and, and are still excited that Santa Claus is coming in just a couple of months, and yet mom and dad are looking at each other and kind of wondering, like, how that's going to work. Okay? That's what we're looking to do this year please email your nominations to talkingtrekstfc at gmail.com. Talkingtrekstfc at gmail.com as we search for our Christmas angel family this year and try to find somebody that we can, in fact, change their lives. 
uh, this holiday season. And make sure that Santa makes it down to Chimney. That is TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. Please send us your emails uh, if you've got a family or know somebody in either real life or here in our Star Trek Fleet Command community, somebody that can benefit from uh, the goodwill of our Talking Trek community this year, Bubba Joe. Also, um, on slightly better news, uh, or not not that that was bad news, just, you know, like, hey, we're giving away a bunch of money, right? Um, Bubba Joe, we are... I didn't pay attention to this most of this month. I guess I was busy with other things. We are very close to 10,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Like, we're within a couple hundred. I, I, Aaron, this kind of got past me. I wasn't really paying attention. Guys, I need I need a big push, all right? Think about this. You could be the winner of your share of the pot of $1,000. And I want to do it by the end of October. Bubba Joe, that's 36 days. I think we can do it. 36 days. I need like a couple of hundred subs. Go out there. Find your alliance mate. Share our product with your friends and your team. Uh, get us up to that 10,000 subscriber mark. When we hit 10,000 subs, Bubba Joe has been so graciously. I, I, I can't. I don't understand where his generosity <laughs> comes from. Bubba Joe is funding a $1,000 cash giveaway to, uh, to our YouTube audience when we get to 10,000 subs. Bubba, thank you, man. Super generous. It's awesome of you. Appreciate you. Love you. Uh-oh. Bubba, you turned your orientation, didn't you? You came off mute. You came off mute. <laughs> you turned your orientation. I'm just trying to figure out how to respond to such an accusation. <laughs> oh, guys. Uh, yeah, listen. $1,000 we're going to give away uh, to several mm. different people. The way we're going to do it, it's, it's a pot. And I think, I think probably what we'll do, Bubba Joe, I've actually been talking to a couple of people about this. I think what we'll do is we'll probably draw 10 winners from our YouTube, like we'll do a celebration video, we'll post it, Aaron, and then we'll do a comment draw. Ten winners uh, for a $100 pack. We're going to give away $1,000 on our YouTube channel, so be sure to go and subscribe over there. We really, really appreciate Wait, that. Wait, so giving that, giving that away, you know, you're sending them money, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going mean, to give away packs. I, I, I'm not going to give away cash. I don't, my accountant says I shouldn't give away cash. Not exactly sure why. Maybe okay. it's maybe it's not a write off. I don't know. Uh, at least if I buy your packs, then like you know, I've got receipts. Yeah. So so that's what we're gonna do. I think that's what we're gonna do. We're I gonna can do give ten. you a receipt for cash. <laughs> I'm sure you can. <laughs> ten winners of a free one hundred dollar pack is what we're gonna do when we get to ten thousand subscribers over there on our teaching truck YouTube. All right. So uh, be sure to do that. Also. Um, some of you guys were with us. I, I'm getting back to the – I just had a couple of announcements. Some of you guys were with us for um, an impromptu discussion. Uh, Reed was here. Ripper was here uh, hosting the unrecorded uh, the oh, unrecorded man. audience hangout. Okay. Um, Ripper, I don't even know when that was. Was that Friday? Thursday? No, Wednesday. It was Wednesday. That was when – it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, my Wednesday. That's right. It was my Wednesday because we weren't doing a show because I was traveling to the football game, which, by the way, was great. Shout out, Virginia Tech fans. Shout out, Blacksburg. You guys were awesome. It was a lot of fun. You guys were super kind. I had a great time. I, I would love to come back. Um, go ears. How much was your bail? I uh, didn't get arrested. 
All right, no one, no uh, one, no one ran their mouth to me, so I obviously was not forced to respond in a negative and hateful way. Because clearly mm. that wouldn't have been my fault. <laughs> All right. Um, that being said, uh, it was a great, great time. But Wednesday night, just as I was driving home, uh, Ripper was just hanging out in voice. So I decided, hey, you know what, I'll hang out in voice for a little bit while I'm driving home. And it turns into one of – and nobody rolled tape, so I'm sorry if, if you weren't here for it, but it was just a great opportunity for us to hang out and talk about something other than Star Trek. Like, Ripper, it was really just like a nice, chill, casual time. And one of the things that we talked about on that show was how many different companies approach our products, Bubba Joe, trying to sponsor – or, you know, advertised or this or that. And, and most of the time, I, I turn that stuff down because I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to just be peddling crap all the time. You know what I'm saying? We did the one on Twitch. We did the one for Factor, but I'm already a customer, right? So, like, when I got that offer, I was like, well, heck, yeah, I'll do that because I already use them. I know it's a good product, so I don't mind to share it. Since that's happened, Bubba Joe, three more companies have asked to to sponsor our content and Reed and Ripper convinced me that that I should just be taking all their money <laughs> so I am money. I am pleased <laughs> to announce that tomorrow night on Twitch we will be having a uh, a sponsored stream and and by the way when I say a sponsored stream we're still going to do all of our normal stuff we're going to still do our content as a matter of fact when they pay for a sponsored stream like, they pay for 10 minutes. That's it. So when we do advertisement, like, we don't do advertisements, right, Bubba Joe? Like, we don't do the, 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 the like, midstream advertisements or the advertisements every couple of minutes. We, we don't do that stuff uh, on our Twitch stream, Bubba Joe. But, you know, the community, we also talked to them about it. We said, hey, if we were to take a sponsorship, like, or, or if we were to try to earn some money on Twitch, would you rather it be like in commercials that run like six minutes an hour? Or would you rather me just do it all in one lump sum and, ta- and do like 10 minutes in the middle? And, and at least that way, like I can deliver my own content on it, right? Well, everybody pretty much said, just, just take, the sponsored, take the sponsorship. So tomorrow night, we will introduce you to a new client of ours for a couple of minutes in the middle. And actually, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of excited about it. You guys know I'm big on the keto diet, all right? And, and that's what's interesting, Bubba. Almost all of these companies, I guess it's just because we've talked about it or because we took a sponsorship on one of them, but now all these companies are like health and wellness. <laughs> They're reaching out to us. So I, I've got, um, I've got a, uh, a company that I'm going to talk to you a little bit about tomorrow night uh, that supports my keto lifestyle. I've never used their product, but I'm going to try it. And... Um, we're going to, uh, and, and so we'll introduce you to them tomorrow night. Also, this is big, exciting news, all right, regarding a second sponsor. And this one is not going to be quite the same way, all right? This one is super exciting because you guys have known that I have been advocating for the Scopely content creators to have an opportunity at Creator Codes, Bubba Joe. Well, that's never happened. What I can tell you, Ripper, which is exciting for me because I know a lot of people are already doing this. So I'm going to share a process with you guys 
on how to play Star Trek Fleet Command and how to acquire your packs through a store that is not Exola. I'll be talking to you uh, tomorrow. Actually, probably not tomorrow, but maybe on our next show, Bubba Joe. I'll be talking to you guys about Amazon Coins. All right. Now, I'm not going to get into a lot of it today. I know some of you guys are already using it. Raxnar says U.S. only. Actually, it's not. Ripper, do you use Amazon Coins over there in Germany? Not anymore. What? Seriously? What happened? They increased the prices. Oh, so, they increased you know. the price. Oh, that's stinky. You so know, it's not. It's not. It 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 doesn't help as much anymore, which is unfortunate. Oh, that's stinky. Um, well, you know what? Let's. I tell you what. Let's do this I, next week. I think week. it's still technically a bit cheaper, but you don't get multiphasic, so that's. You well, know, we're going to talk about that because there. Yeah, that's right. There's a pros and cons. All right, and so what I decided to do. Uh, in my sponsored stream from Amazon is that we're going to look at all of them. We'll look at Amazon. We'll look at Exola. We'll look at Google. And we're going to compare some of the cash back options that are in them uh, and some of the other benefits because multiphasics are exclusive to Exola. But Amazon coins are exclusive to uh, Amazon devices or the Amazon store. And then you've got Google and there's even another one. What's that one, Bubba? You and I looked at it briefly and we decided it wasn't even worth the hassle. Uh, what, like, uh, who, who way? Or something like that. Huawei. Huawei has a store where they do some uh, customer loyalty stuff. So we're going to look at a couple of these and how it might be. Like, we're always doing math, Bubba Joe, and efficiency in the game. Huawei. Sorry, Dale. Huawei. Okay, my bad. Huawei. I I didn't know. They're not not sold here in the United States. So we're going to... No, because because your government is stupid. Oh, well, yeah. What else is new? All right, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, some of the we do all the analytics and efficiencies in the game, Bubba Joe. Well, for those of you who buy packs, maybe we should do the same thing on the other side of the coin, right? Like, where do you get your best bang for your buck? There's a dozen stores out there where you can buy your packs. What's actually the best? We're going to talk to you um, about Amazon coins and Bubba Joe. This is the most exciting piece. I will be able to share with you. A creator code if you decided that you wanted to buy Amazon coins. I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of I'm excited about that because I know a lot of people already do it. So for the first time ever, for the first time ever, I will actually be able to earn a commission based off the packs you guys buy in Star Trek Fleet Command if you guys decide that Amazon coins are uh, are a good fit for you. And if it's not, no big deal, right? We're, we're at the same status quo, right, Aaron? If you decide not to use Amazon, well, no big deal. Like, you're, we're still at ground zero. But if you do decide to use Amazon coins, then you'll actually be able to support our channel through a creator code. Uh, Captain Yam says, what's a creator code? Literally, tons of other games have them. Creator codes are a way for you to purchase in-game currency and support your favorite content creator. It would be like a code uh, that you would put in a checkout, right? Like a discount code that you put in a checkout and then it pays a commission back to the content creator that sent you there. So yeah, it's, it's a kickback. Um, it's actually kind of awesome. Andar says, does Rev have a code? I do believe that Rev and I are... are working together on this Amazon coin campaign. So we'll, we'll talk to you more about it. Um, 
later this week, but I know both of us were approached. We chatted about it, and we both agreed, like, it's a good move. So we're going to do it. Um, and uh, of course then, Bubba, that will provide – <laughs> that will provide an opportunity for mommy and daddy to fight over uh, who gets to use their creator codes, right? Yeah. Anyway, all right. No, I was just joking. I'm just teasing about that. Um, certainly says, is it Android only? Uh, kinda in, in how you buy the coins, all right? But you can still, uh, well, I guess in how you redeem the packs, right? Like you can buy the coins on Amazon. You would have to use BlueStacks to acquire your packs, I think. Ripper, do you have to do it that way or can is there a web interface? I think you gotta do it in No, you have to buy the packs on a on a on an on Android an, device. On a on an Amazon. Well no, it doesn't have no doesn't Android have to, device. Just any Android device. Which one. Okay, gotcha. You gotcha, can gotcha. you can install the Amazon store on any Android device. Okay, you don't cool. Need an Amazon device. Well this is part of why we're gonna talk about it coming up this week. Ripper's gonna help me get through it. Uh, and show me. And I'm gonna show you guys how to actually you can, do it. You can also use this to play two accounts on one android device if you want that's right because, because it's a separate app installed it is a different app like you've got your you've got your google app and then you'll have your amazon app yeah, uh, so you install basically you know the the install the star trek fleet command install from the amazon app store is a different is a separate side-by-side -side install so you can play two different accounts if you wanted to yeah and because they're attached to two different emails then <laughs> You are Gucci when, when it comes to legalities and, and drama. So anyway, uh, I, I don't mean to turn in a big segment here. Sorry, that went longer than I wanted to. I just uh, am excited to be able to share that with you guys. And for the first time ever, Bubba Joe, like our community, who always does such a great job, like with Twitch and YouTube and the Gold Co uh, Club over on Patreon. Like Patreon is growing like crazy. Guys, thank you. I just, I just want to say thanks. I mean, it, it, it blows my mind how many different things that can be done, and, and I hate asking for money. Like, I really do. I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't make me comfortable. But when you guys support us the way that you do, it really is truly humbling, and I'm just honored, and I really, really appreciate it. Uh, it makes me want to it – it gives me the passion to, to fight for you guys even harder and harder and harder. Uh, when when things like that happen or things go wrong, so I, it just you guys you guys fuel me, you give me the energy, and I appreciate it. Thank you guys also very much. So if you want to check out our Patreon, Stevens Aaron's got a link for our Patreon. Um, if you want to join uh, the YouTube club, you can do that. We Twitch on usually Mondays and Thursdays. As a matter of fact, ooh ooh ooh, traitor! <laughs> Coming up tomorrow night, a rematch, traitor versus Wardod. All new stakes, an all new matchup, an all new game mm. tomorrow night. You know, live he, on Twitch. Or I'd better be careful what he wishes for. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Listen, I, I mean, I'm not taking sides in this. I ain't I taking sides. I, 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 I kicked I his butt once. I, I kicked his mm. butt once. I will kick his butt again. <laughs> Listen, this is a rematch. All right. Wardod already tried to challenge the champion and lost. All right. Uh, he has Indeed. demanded. He's demanded a a um, he's demanded a rematch, and that will happen tomorrow night on our Twitch channel. Uh, hopefully, probably around eight o'clock plus uh, on our Twitch tomorrow night. If you guys want to check it out, I know so many ads. I'm sorry. Tomorrow night on our Twitch, we are we've done a lot on our Twitch trader regarding Deep Space Nine Armada crew, but we've done it with big ships, right? 
Tomorrow night, we're going to offer you a fresh perspective. Tomorrow night, I have gathered on my team uh, five players, all under ops level 40. All using only G3 ships, Trader. And we are going to show a G3 perspective on the Cardassian Armadas tomorrow. Because you know what? I think our results might be a little bit skewed. I think ship power has a lot to do with these Armadas and, and research and stuff. So we are going to pull in... Uh, we are going to pull in the... Um, the lower ops level players, like in the 30s, and we're going to run these armadas uh, tomorrow night on Twitch. Old School Days has a question. Let's get back to content. If you guys have questions, throw them up. Old School Days says, I thought these were carrying over. Ice, uh, let's see. Old School posts that they're, oh, that he's awaiting confirmation on isolinear chips carrying forward. Okay, not accurate. Not accurate. Uh, as a matter of fact, this... I... I, I I know I'm frustrated today, but I'm going to be more forgiving on this one, Bubba Joe, because it's just a simple miscommunication between customer service and live ops. Customer service uh, posted a screenshot that said isolinear chips would not carry over. I sent that message to live ops this morning and was told that was incorrect. They were going to try to uh, update customer support. But if you have received a reply from customer support that says isolinear chips will not be able to be used next month, that is incorrect. Okay? That is incorrect. Um, I know, Dr. Big. That's why, that's why I'm going to do it. Listen, I had to figure it out for myself, too. But when we started realizing what was going on, um, that you know, now I feel pretty good about it. Right, Trader? Like, we, we kind of laid out a formula. But that was pretty much for G4 ships, right? So now we got to write a formula for G3. And we're going to do that tomorrow night. Um, Verb says, what about the orbs and the orb fragments? These are not confirmed. As a matter of fact, I have been told they will not carry over. And this might be part of the communication error between CS and, and other parties involved. Here's... Now, Oblivious says, but would anybody be surprised if Scopely makes a liar out of DJ at the 11th hour? That's fine. I've got screenshots to prove it. Um, but here's what I've been told, Bubba Joe. Here's what I've been told. <laughs> we have screenshots there. It's supposed to be an event, too. <laughs> well, at least I can prove to you I, I wasn't the one who messed it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be able to prove that it wasn't me that messed it up. All right. Uh, here's what I do know. Isolinear data rods. Okay? I know we've said this. Isolinear rods. Will uh, the currency will be used in future months. However, as very clearly and very plainly disclaimed, you need to spend everything that you've got this month. The original plan was for 72, and I think it's actually gone up, Ripper. I think they launched an extra event. So, or no, 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 no. It was the it was a, a gift chest that came. How many rods came in that? Three or six in that gift chest? I think it was only three, right? So we're up to 75 now, okay? We're up to 75. And you need to spend those uh, by the time the event store closes, which is in 20 hours and one minute as of this moment. Isolinear chips. Hang on. I'm going to get there, Starbase. 
isolinear chips will also carry forward. But you can, Bubba Joe, if you so choose, you can actually bank these. And here's why. If you are not happy with the items in your event store, like if you already have all the skins, maybe you have all the refits. All you can do is resources, and you're not happy with that. Or, you know, you you already bought all the avatars, right, Rip? Yep. If there is nothing in the store that costs isolinear data chips, you can save those for next month if you so choose because the mini event store items or the mini event store contents will be shuffled next month but <laughs> gamblers it could be worse and it could be better we don't know do we rip i have no idea what's going to come in the in the mini event store next month you have no idea so look at the items this month and determine if there's something in there that you really want. And if it's something that you feel like you don't really want, but you were just going to do it for the sake of doing it, maybe you should save them. Esclasico says, will there be additional chip sourcing next month or would it just be saving the ones we have? There will be additional chip sourcing next month, but, 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 but not nearly at the scale of what you did this month. If you recall, I already told you guys, as with the isolinear rods, there will only be one event per week. This month, we had several, right, Bubba? I mean, what was there, like 10 or 12 events that all fell under the espionage banner? Next month, there will only be four. One per week. And actually, it might not even be four. It could be three because technically an arc's only 20 days. So it might only be three. I, I say four. That might even be an error. Okay? They have told us one per week in the month of October. All right? So that's it. And the last one will be changed to a mining event <laughs> at the last minute. Uh, but only a mining event using uh, where you can mine um, after a 20-day mining event. Okay? That's... That's what's going to happen. Yes, that's correct, Gopher. You're going to do you're going to do mining, but it's not going to come until after a 20-day mining event, and it will not be synergistic. All right. <laughs> anyway, I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. IJ says, "Yeah, now we're talking." Yo, can we mine some more CLAT? You guys excited about your ASB ALB? You guys mining the heck out of some CLAT? I actually have enough CLAT, Bubba Joe, to last me for a minute now. I've been mining. I've been mining CLAT for the ALB. Woo! Anywho, you want um, C-Lat? I have raw C-Lat. <laughs> please let me have it all. Uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, I how about I just chips. give you a hundred million and still oh have two hundred and fifty billion in my bank? Two hundred fifty billion? Is that what you said? Million. Whoa. Oh God, bless. Uh, so anyway, chips <laughs> will persist. The items in the mini event store will uh, change, but it could be better or worse. That is going to depend on you and your perspective and, you know, is what it is. Take a gamble on that. Um, orbs and orb fragments, I have been told, will not carry over. 
That is not to say, Bubba Joe, that they won't ever return. It's almost like Scopely learned something with the TOS salvage. <laughs> so they are advising players to spend those recruit uh, mechanisms this month, uh, but they have not promised their return, nor have they promised that you'll never see them again. They are encouraging players to spend your orbs and your orb fragments this month. Now, I know that some players have been concerned, Bubba Joe, spend, uh, you've been concerned about the orb fragment recruit chest timer, and you will, uh, in case you haven't seen it, you will be pleased to know that as of today, the orb fragment recruit timer has been extended by 48 hours. What that will do is give you 24 hours after the conclusion of the Starbase ALB to spend your fragments, okay? It has been updated, and by the way, you're right, Riverwind. Uh, it's been that way for 20 days, hasn't it? Well, 19 days, hasn't it, Bubba Joe? Everybody's been saying, but the timers, the timers don't line up, and that's correct. It's not been, uh, it's not been that way. They corrected that for us this weekend, so now you will have 24 extra hours after the conclusion of the Starbase mining event to spend your orb fragments. Do be aware that the orb fragments were extended. Your orbs have not been. Oh, they were. Okay, never mind. They did them both. <laughs> they did them both. All right, so the orb of prosperity has been extended as well. I wonder, Bubba, if that means, just just because I'm, I'm only curious and poking many, many bears today, I wonder if that means that they extended the timer on the Orb of Prosperity recruit pack. They have not, all right? <laughs> they have not. So if, you know what, really truthfully, though, that's not a bad thing. Even if you buy the pack, the Orb recruit bundle still lasts an extra 24 hours. So even if you were to buy the pack, then you will still be able to go back in and spend those orbs. But they do need to be spent this month. All right? They have not promised when they will return. Okay? Joker says they did that change during this show. Actually, no, they didn't. I know exactly when they made the change. It was earlier today. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, other questions real quick in the chat. Uh, Ice Glow says, Echo said in a DM conversation that he wasn't sure about isolinear chips. Listen, in all fairness, Ice Glow, Echo has been in Dublin for seven days and not been super active, as you guys have been able to see, with Live Ops this week. Um, I can assure you that the Arc Runner has given me that information personally. Okay? I don't think that Echo's confused. I think he said, I'm not sure, because we know what Echo does, right, Bubba? I mean, he even did it on the Discord last night. He's like, listen, if I don't have the information, I'm not going to speculate. So by him saying, I'm not sure, just meant he didn't know. He's going to have to seek uh, confirmation on that information. Uh, what I'm telling you is, I have already done so, and the Arc Runner has specifically stated to me that the chips will carry forward. Starbase says the orbs is the one I wanted to know about, and I have been told uh, that the orbs, uh, that, that you, you need to spend the orbs this month, okay? You need to spend the orbs this month. 
Shiny says, uh, what's the cooldown on the current isolinear rod investment in the event store? That would be the communication logs. Um, Gosh, I'm going to bet that that's a 24-hour one, isn't it, Rip? Has anybody done it? Yeah, okay, there we go. Darksider said it's 24. I was going to say, it's got orbs of prosperity in it, Bubba Joe. So I'm going to guess that it's 24 hours. That being said, I hope you have zero because that that may be it. This may be the last one you get. So if you're not showing zero rods right now, oops. We've been trying to tell you all month. Trying to tell you all month. Oopsies. Oopsies. All right. Oh, you guys. So wait, you guys have already done them. You've already done all three today, and you've got 720. Ooh, Hal's got 780. Yikes. Well, you're always going to have leftovers, but yeah, 720 is really disgusting. <laughs> that's, that's disgusting. Just 80 more. Are there any in any current events? Let's look very quickly. Um, I doubt there's any in incursions. I haven't even looked at those rewards because why? Um, nope, there's fragments in the Starbase ALB. What about Starbase Scholar, the research? Oh, nope, that's just resources and materials. No orbs of any kind in there. Has anybody not finished your server milestone? If anybody hasn't finished your server milestone, there's orbs in there. Um, and there's orbs in Heroic Station Staffing. And by the way, I don't know why, but Heroic Station Staffing... Its order, its bundle order is off. It's all the way to the right of all of your active events. Don't miss it, please. It's all the way down at the right, even after your daily events bundle folder. Uh, Heroic Station Staffing. Make sure and don't miss that one, okay? It's hiding out down there in a place where events don't normally hide out. So uh, be sure to go down there and, and check and make sure you've got it. Uh, Peter Swanson says, Orb Fragments. What, what are you asking? Like, you didn't know that there was an Orb Fragment? Ooh, buddy. <laughs> go into the recruit bun go into your officer recruit and click on those orb fragments and see how many you have to spend. That's exciting. You might have you might have several. <laughs> you might get some officers. Some officer shards, okay? Yeah, there's there were two different recruiting currencies this month. Orbs of prosperity and then orb fragments. The prosperity orbs gave you a higher likelihood of multiple shards. Uh, and they were all DS9 officers, and then the fragments are single shards and have a little bit of dilution. But Picard is in there, so that's good, too. Okay, any other questions real quick as we wrap up this? No, Peter, I just answered your question. Orbs and orb fragments, I've been told that you should spend them. Okay, you, I've been told you should spend them. They're not promising that they'll never be back, but they are not promising that they will be used next month either they are recommending that you spend all of your orbs and all of your orb fragments by the end of this arc which is why the one of the reasons why the timer was extended fairy tale says the domination or let's be careful fairy tale the power gained auction for cisco that starts on monday is at cross server or on only your server actually i am being told bubba that it is only your server that might be one small, teeny, tiny silver lining uh, is that it will be a solo leaderboard. Um, yes, I know. We were doing questions and so forth. Bubba, A. Deal says, I thought you were going to discuss Cisco. Let's do that, shall we? 
Who has Cisco? Who has Cisco? I do. How do you like him? I like him. I like him too. Shrike says he's good. Six Flash says he's okay. Um, here's here's why I like him. Now, I don't know if you guys have been watching a lot of our Twitch content. We we do a lot of Twitch content, and I know it's impossible to probably keep up with everything, but we've been doing on-screen testing with DS9 for like the last two or three streams. What we're finding is that the mitigation provided by Cisco with Synergy is kind of crucial with these new Cardassian Armadas. Trader, you've been on hand for all of this testing, start to finish. What we have seen in some, have. Of the, in some of the battle logs that we've seen by looking and comparing these logs on Spox.club, what we have seen, Trader, is that mitigation is a huge swinging factor, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. It's massive. Uh, as a matter of fact, a guy that I've been running a lot of my armadas with uh, is my Alliance Admiral. I call him JB. He's an Ops 56 player, and he brings um, he brings a, a nice big, big, big old G5 ship. Trader, he's got a big G5 ship, and with a big G5 ship comes big old stats, right? Oh, absolutely. That's the best part. Big old stats. Now, Trader, do you happen to remember? It doesn't have to be an exact number. I'm just going to I'm gonna quiz you. Pop quiz time, Trader. Oh, when, boy. When we ran uh, without uh, – when he ran without Cisco, all right, because uh, on one of our earlier streams he didn't have him yet, remember? So he ran Kira in the captain's chair. Do you recall? Do you remember? Yes, I recall when he did that. Do you remember what his mitigation was in the Spox.club battle log when he ran Kira, <laughs> which means he didn't have Cisco, so he did not have any mitigation. He wasn't using five, and he wasn't using Cisco. He used Kira, he used Miles, and he used Lorca. I don't remember the exact number, but I remember it wasn't very good. It was pretty low. And it's certain. Yeah, it certainly wasn't maxed. Oh, no, it wasn't maxed. All right. As a matter of fact, when he flew a G4 ship, his mitigation was 31%. Like that. Uh-huh. When he flew his G5 ship, his mitigation was in the 50s. Much better, but only 50. It's like 53%. Real quick, just refresher. What's the maximum mitigation available in the game? Who knows it? Ripper, what's the maximum mitigation mathematically mitigation allowed? Mitigation or piercing? Uh, well, mitigation right now. We're talking about Cisco. Maximum so mitigation is 71%. More specifically, 71.19, I think. Yeah. I think. That 1.9 is very important. Well, you know, 71.19. Sorry to give such an incorrect answer. <laughs> Jeez, Bubba Joe, God. <laughs> you tried to truncate your answers over here, okay? Haven't you learned nothing? All right. <laughs> 71.19. Hey, we learned from the best. We learned from Scopely. I know. I know. I know. We, we learned math from Scopey. Okay. Um, so, just going from a G4 to G5, 
he actually increased his mitigation to um to like 50 some percent now if we were using uh, a 511 uh, or a 5 of 11 and 6 of 11 combo trader we also found that certainly against the lower targets we were still able to max our mitigation right we were yes. still able yes. to get to 71.19 with this is what was crazy 5 of 11 and 6 of 11 i ran my g4 rare pylum and we did a 45 epic and would you believe trader that 5 of 11 at 600% did not max my mitigation. I would believe that, yes. Woo! Those stats are big! All right. Guys, we've talked about this several times. These armadas. What's your research? Uh, Starbase research is, is a little lacking, but overall research, pretty good. Okay. Guys. These it, it could have been Magu. I'm pretty sure I started that one though. I think I'm the one who started it, Magu. But but you're right. That's a thing. You got to keep that in mind. The trick, the Spock down bug. Got to keep that in mind. All right. Uh, K21 says, "What did you have actually?" And and it wasn't bad. It was in the upper 60s. I believe it was 68 percent. All right, 68 percent. Now, I was also using a G4 rare. I'm very well researched. What do you think an Enterprise would get, Trader? 5 of 11, 6 of 11, and say Khan or Lorca. Normal crew. What's an Enterprise going to get? Well, well, on, on an Enterprise, you'd want to but um, probably not very much. Probably not, probably not very high. I agree. Okay. K21 says nothing as it can't warp there. <laughs> no, I mean, you're probably well, talking in the 20s would be my guess. Uh, 20s or 30s, probably. As a matter of fact, we went back and looked at our battle logs. Even a G4 Uncommon, Kelvin, against a 45 Epic. Woo! Mitigation was only 30%. 30%. Okay? So, we've talked about this a little bit, Bubba Joe, about how these armadas are the next generation. These armadas are the next generation evolution of armadas right they're bigger they're badder they smack harder they've got bigger stats they pierce you harder they mitigate you stronger all right they are the new big bad wolf yeah Papa joe ain't listening because it's football time we'll have to wrap up here shortly all right they're the new big target now a lot of players do say the rewards are bad, except for the new Starbase loop. Listen, I mean, yeah, Bubba Joe pointed it out on a show. You got a choice to make. You can continue cho chasing your solo loot, or you can continue chasing your solo research and contributing to the team a little bit with your speed ups. And there's no wrong choice for the record. No wrong choice. All right. I don't think the point I was making was, you're, unless you're saying that the solo loot is the regular epic armada loot. That, that's that what I meant. That's what yourself. I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. You can continue doing traditional armadas and make more loot because they're easier targets and they have higher payouts. And you can use 5 of 11. Well, but 
my point is, is that there are very few outside of servers that are waiting to ascend. There are very few hard, impassable gates in this game. And the ACC is one of them. Yes, it is. And so yeah. as long as that is going to remain part of the ascension path for players that want to get into those higher ops levels, that is an unfair request of Scopely to make on those players. Say, hey, we are going to give you this new thing for the good of the alliance, for the good of people, but you are going to prevent yourself from advancing past this hard, unpassable, Every other month, you might have an opportunity to offset it with packs. Like it is, it is literally a wall you will hit your head against if you are not careful. And that's that's poor game design, in my opinion. You know, I'm not for gonna... a lack of understanding of the game. Well, it's not like we haven't demonstrated time and time again that that exists. However, however, uh, I I haven't really changed my position on this one from a previous conversation, but but there is a. There is a choice to make, right? And and this is one that I'm not fully offended by having to make. Like, we have choices to make a lot, right? Like, we talked about that uh, on, on a previous show where we were talking about what gets you better loot. Is it soloing or is it working with the team, right? I still maintain that it's working with the team because I think the team allows you to punch up so you would get more loot versus what you can handle solo. Unless you've got a G5 ship, then you can solo just about anything. All right? That being said, I will acknowledge that the older targets do pay more loot. But is it less or even more value? Because the value contained in the Cardassian Armadas is actually slightly diversified. It's not just Armada credits, is it, Bubba Joe? No, it's not. No, it no. is not. There you are. Are you trying to watch TV? Are you trying to eat nachos right now? I am. <laughs> All right, we'll be both. <laughs> nachos, yeah. I want, we got uh, we got the early game, the early of the afternoon games have already started. I got the Chargers in Jacksonville. I got some games that are in the final two minutes. You're really, uh, you're really pushing my buttons. Here, uh, I know. Well, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna get ready to wrap up here. How are the How are the Vikings doing? I think the Vikings won. The Vikings right? won. Yeah, Vikings came back and won. Nice. Yeah. They came back. They came well, back to hey, win. They can beat Detroit. Yeah, they, they came back. Detroit, they came back to win. So, uh, yeah, the the Packers are getting. I think they just kicked off. So I'll, I'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be going soon. Uh, and how about that finish over there in Miami, dude? The Dolphins. Oh my goodness. The Dolphins are three and zero. Like what? 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 What wait, they beat the Bills? What? Who looked like juggernauts? Okay, yeah, uh, whew, crazy Dolphins. That was a wild ending right there. All right. Anyway, listen. The value of the Cardassian Armadas, Bubba Joe, is slightly diversified because it is still giving Armada credits, albeit less. But one could argue that it's supplementing that income shortage with something else of value, right? Kinda. Maybe. But is it something that will actually stop you from advancing? That's the question I have. Is it also infinitely uh, infinitely necessary? And this was one thing that, that we noticed. And obviously right now today, yeah, it's a choice to be made. But my alliance, shout out Mateo, shout out Galvanox. Uh, we built 
assembly 10 or finished assembly 10 today. That's kind of surprising. There's only 14 levels of the daggone thing. All right? Like, whew. Players are moving through this at a decent pace. Okay? So. At a medium pace? I think I think it's I think it's faster than anybody expected. I think how many alliances out there are actually at at Starbase level 10? And that took what? 19 days? Look, Raxnar at 11. Okay? Smiley's at 7. Benny Hill at level 5, Major Chi at level 7. Okay? Our alliance is at level 10. Level 10. Mateo's at, at 10. Looks like most of you guys are hovering around the 6 to 7 mark, which is better than I expected. Remember my prediction, Bubba Joe? I said between level 3 and level 4. Remember that? <laughs> Players have doubled my expectations. Free to play. All right. So let's take a look at the research now. Let's look at the research. How are you guys doing on the research? I mean, truthfully, you should be, should be earning in the neighborhood of three to 5,000 medals every single day. Now, at the early levels, Bubba Joe, that's multiple researches. All right. And by the way, where I'm getting that, just so because somebody's going to say, 5,000, DJ, you're crazy. Well, if you do a triple pull of Uncommon, you're getting 3,000 right there. Okay? And you could get more. Like, it could, you could bonus higher if you got lucky. All right? There's also the single alliance altruism that you should be doing every single day. Should be. That's also giving, uh, no, that one's not. The uh, Maquis one is giving something like, what, fifteen or 1,800 medals? Long story short, between three and five a day is what you should be getting. Ripper, I haven't asked you this, so I'm going to apologize for putting you on the spot. Are you able to tell me the total cost and research medals for this new tree? Is that even something you can do quickly? Because if you can't, it's completely fine. I didn't ask you ahead of time. I just now had the thought. But look, Dr. Big says... I've got literally everything at level one unlocked, and I've got some researches at level three and level four. All right. I mean, uh, yeah. Vengeance, whole tree unlocked. Research metals, um, efficiency at tier seven. All right. Efficiency at tier six, says Gopher. A lot of researches at level two. All right. Guys, this tree is also moving a little quicker than I would have expected. Now, it's not unwelcome. It's actually a really nice thing that it's progressing at a, at a fine, at a medium pace, if you will. But, I mean, it's, it's not as slow as what we typically see. So, is it, I, I kind of circle back, that was a 10-minute illustration of, is it actually a bad thing that you are going to have to choose what's right for you on any given day. Maybe today is the day that you do run a normal armada. Get some extra loot. On the other hand, maybe you're running low on rare Cardassian loot and you're going to have to go run a Cardassian armada or two to take some rare loot, Bubba, but also get some of the Cardassian exchange so that you can get some of your medals and yada, yada, yada. K21. 
I never said level 14 was the end. It's all that's available now. Oh, it's going to expand. Trust me. It's going to do many things. Okay? But still, for something that was very, very time-gated and something that had what was obviously a very expensive, quote-unquote, valued currency in the ASP speed-ups, it's really nice to see how players are progressing with this. Now, that said, there's not... I, I know earlier I said there was a new normal, right? A new normal. It should be the Cardassian Armadas. I actually take it back. I take it back, trader. The new normal should be Cardassian Armadas while you are working on banking up enough loot, while you're working on banking up uh, enough Cardassian loot to exchange for the medals and the speed-ups and this and that. And, and I will say, Trader, it is my personal belief, now we're 20 days in, it's my personal belief that triple uncommon pulls and a single rare pull is probably feasible for a large percentage of the player base. I would I would agree with that. Yeah. All right. So And the nice thing about the uncommon pull is that there's no competition. The G4 Armada chest is utter crap. So you don't need to be doing any of those. You can devote 100% of your uncommons to the uncommon Karmadas and get all the credits that you need. Well, the crazy thing is they 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 do split their currency. Uh oh oh wait, never mind. I see what you're saying. They come with enough normal uncommon armada credits that you can still feed the g3 uncommon chest right is that what you meant because you exactly yeah 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 yeah. yeah absolutely makes perfect sense so for uncommons karmadas should be the new normal now rares and epics are where bubba joe has an exception and i don't disagree we are all the time talking about efficiency we're all the time talking about Getting the most value for your dollar. Well, the most value does include maximizing your pulls. All right? That's for your research medals. It's also for your line speed-ups. It's for the progression of the ASB. So, make sure you got enough loot, Bubba Joe, just like board probes. Make sure you got enough loot to maybe last you a couple days. And then if you want to go swing normal rares, go do that. You're going to bounce back and forth, I think on the rares and the epics. As a matter of fact, I might even argue and say that the rares are the only ones that you really need to be bouncing back and forth on. Bubba Joe, would you agree or disagree? Do the G5 epic chests carry a lot of value for, for, G5, for G4? Like it's, the, it's not necessarily the contents. It's the rare ACC parts that you need. Also, those, those are, are also those are also still in the epic chest. Okay, I misunderstood. Yes. yes. So yes. so so. But the one the one thing that that bears mentioning is that in the research tree there is uh, there is boosts to both the rare and the epic armada loot that mm-hmm. you are going to get, which does help offset some of that. It helps offset it in the Cardassian armada trader, but it also impacts traditional armadas. So. Yes. You know, I mean, if, if you're looking at it from Bubba Joe's perspective, like, okay, sure, the old ones are giving me a dozen. The new ones are giving me a half dozen, but this research can make the new ones a dozen. So I could be at the same place that I was 
Or I could go back to the old ones and now I'm making, you know, a dozen and a half. Exactly. You know, so you do have to kind of take that into consideration. Bubba's right. You can still get more rare and epic loot out of the traditional armadas. But you don't want to dedicate 100% of your time there, nor do you want to dedicate 100% of your time to the Cardassian armadas. Right? You want to dedicate so, enough directives to the Cardassian Armadas to keep your alliance chest going for a while. But then, Bubba, if you've got the extras, or you want to do a little bit of a blitz, or you need some extra loot, absolutely, go back and do the others. It's not quite as cut and well, dry as I originally thought. Go ahead, know, Bubba. No, go ahead, Trader. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, for players like me and Bubba that really push progression, it is it is a pinch point, right? It is a pain point. But for players that are not moving quite as quickly as we are, it doesn't, you know, because I talked to a couple of, you know, upper 40 players in my alliance, and they're still, you know, they're just, maybe they're missing one chest a week, but they're still doing their regular armada chest pulls in addition to their armada pulls. So if you look at it from, you know, if you have more time, so if you're going to take many months to go to ops 50 for instance from ops 42 then it's not as much pressure on an individual players some players may not even notice it well i don't necessarily disagree as a matter of fact there's a great perspective over here from server 146 bubba joe uh shout out demolition dude who says dj we're forgetting some of the intangible benefits of the new cardassian armadas how about shorter timers no fog of war uh, so that you can warp an AFK. I can see where I need to go, and I'm not waiting 15 minutes. Bubba, those are tangible improvements to the Armada structure that the community has asked for, even with the traditional ones, right? So is there value potentially in the intangible, in the abstract, that you've got a seven-minute timer now instead of 15? And so if I'm... You can just warp. If I may, go ahead. If I may interrupt you just briefly, so if I can put on it the the non whale hat for just a moment, okay. Where are you getting all these starts from? I never said starts were unlimited, Bubba Joe. All right, I've <laughs> well, still. Well, no, I, you're like, oh, well, you can do some of the rare Karmadas, and you do some regular rares to offset, and you do some epics, do some epics offset. You were talking about how you can just freely go back and forth and start whatever you want. Well, yes with the limited supply that you have. But that's also speaking to a team, all right, where every start that you run should be a total of five or six that you play. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm speaking to players about starting some here and starting some there, I mean, you just should be coordinating this with your team. Now, I know armada coordination is something that apparently a lot of teams really, really do struggle with, and I get that, all right? But... I'm sure that you can find a group of five or six people on your team. You're online at the same time. You can chat for a few minutes in voice or in Discord and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is our plan. Let's go bang it out for an hour, and, and this is, this is our, what we're going to accomplish. All right, Bubba, you can run six armadas with one start, technically. I guess technically you could be up to seven, right? I am. All right, so it can happen. Dragon Keeper says there's not enough credits to do all these different armadas. Are you referring to the directives themselves? Because I, I don't disagree. Which is why it is a good thing 
that the directives stayed the same. You think it's bad now. Imagine how much bad it would have been if these were paywalled entry, Bubba Joe. Just like Armadas were the first time around. Just like exchange Armadas were when they were introduced. Y'all remember? New currencies. New Armadas to sell. Just like the Worm Armadas. They use normal directives. Stop it. Oh, wait, no, Doomsday. Yeah, that's right. Doomsday. That's right. Borg. How many of you guys want to do more Borg? If for some of you middle or low ops players, how many of you guys would love nothing more than to save a bunch of your directives and and run a bunch of mega cubes for a big influx of of active nanoprobes? Maybe. Maybe that's a thing anymore. I don't know. (laughs) Some people saying no. That's fine. All I'm saying is, you do have that choice. You do have that flexibility because they use the same directives. And again, I'm just going to remind everybody, okay? 1,400 uncommons. Crap, I already forgot. What is it? 600 rares? Or was it 400? 400 rares, right? 1,400 uncommons, 400 rares are provided or made available, not provided, made available to every single player for free every single month. 1,400 uncommon directives, 400 rare directives. Is that right? That's not right, Bubba. Let's see, 200, 200, 400, 600. Sorry, 600. Good God. 600. Now, Bumpkiss says, DJ, with all the Armada events, that's not enough. I, I never, God, again, here we go with Latin. Never said it was enough. But I'm saying you can make do. Okay? You can make do. You can make it work. But it will require coordination. Peter says, is it 100% free? You betcha. Do we really need to go over this again? Here we go, Stevens Aaron. 14 I'm confused. 1400 Wait, what are you confused about? Where they come from? No, no, why why, oh. why 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 that issue? I never bought directives and I never had an issue with Armada events. I don't get it. Well, we don't run them at any given whim, Ripper, and that's the problem. Players say all these events. Have you had an event this month that required you to spend rares to finish it? No, I don't think so. No, you did not. No, you did not get all those yeses out of here. You did not. Okay. Well, and I'm not counting. I'm not doing leaderboards. All right, get out of here with your leaderboards. Your leaderboards are your choice. You can always choose to bite off what you can chew. Okay. I'm talking SMSs that we have always considered to be free to play. Okay? Not a single one. Which means you have to allocate your resources in a way that works for you. Putz says, as a free-to-play, it is completely impossible to do one Alliance Starbase rare pull per day and one for the Cardass. Oh, God, no! No! Why would you try to do one rare pull every single day out of the normal G3 chest? No. No. 
You can't. You're right. You can't. Nor should you. Nor should you. Nor should you be expecting that. That is what you do when you get there. Okay? When you get yeah, enough. Yeah. No. No way. Okay? Dark Meta says if you're a G4 player. Listen, I'm an Ops 47. I don't pull the G3 rare chest every single day. Okay? I mean, why? Why would you? It's got G3 ships in it. It's got a jellyfish in it. You needing those jellyfish blueprints? Okay. So, Mr. Flibble says, it's why does G3 G- mats? And you always need G3 mats. I've got plenty of G3 mats. I mean, I could use more. Then you're not scrapping enough. I could use then you're more. Not, if you my have scra- plenty of G3 my scrappers, mats, you're not scrapping My enough. scrapper's running right now. Okay. My scrapper runs probably on average 25 days of the month. I do have a couple of down days here and there. Now, let's, let's come back to this, Stevens, Aaron, because we, we always come back to this. Where do, and, and I'm not talking epic directives, because epic directives, yeah, that, that's still a pain point. They're epic, okay? They're not even reasonably sourced. It takes you forever, okay? Now, let's go back. 1,400 uncommon are, directives. Are Where they, they heroic? What? Yes, the epic directives are heroic. <laughs> I've got five minutes left on this segment, all right? Starbase says that's why you pull rare chests. I mean, not me. The the rare directives that I get are usually from either starters or lucky chests. And and listen, I don't have a bunch. I think I'm currently holding enough to start maybe three epics. Like it's not a big bank. Okay, I, I just whatever I, I get, I do it when I can. Like I'm not stressing about doing epics, and neither should you. Even in the Cardassian ones, the epic pays the same as the. As the rare, so who cares? Still gives the same Cardassian loot. All right? Now, let's, real quick, people asking about my directive math. 1,450 uncommon. Hey, by the way, Bumpkiss, real quick, you have more epic directives than I do. Okay? Just, just throwing that out there. You've got more epics than I do. I don't prioritize them. I know what they are. They are a spender's armada. I really don't care. Okay? I don't care. I'm not going to spend on directives just like Ripper doesn't. I've got a few. I've built some up. Is what it is. Okay? Now, well, yeah, Roger, I did. You know why I have those? Because I do them. I, I don't ever run them for myself. I save them and do stupid stuff on stream. As a matter of fact, I've got three epic starts left, and, and probably, Trader, Monday night, I'll probably run those while we're demonstrating G3 uh, Armada, uh, Cardassian Armadas for players. Most of my currency I, yep. I do for players. All right? It's not very strategic of me, but I do it because I love you. But it's it's fun. I do the same thing with my, with my group. I blew all of my epic and rare and almost all of my uncommon starts on the Armada events for the Cadassian Armadas just because my team enjoyed them. It was a lot of fun. It was engaging. It was new. And why? Uh, I'm. What better way for me to, you know, give back to my alliance than starting every single Armada I possibly can, even a, even when my eyes are rolling in the back yeah. of my head from it. Lady Unaleska says, Lady Unaleska says a lot of my alliance members feel like they need to pull max Armada chest every cooldown or they're failing. See that that is not that's not a healthy that's not a healthy perspective. <laughs> All right, on the uncommon, sure, sure on the uncommons, but rares and epics, good God! I mean, I, I, you you can't you can't do that. No, 
You no. can't do that. All right? You just need to accept that you can do what you what you can do when you can is what it is. All right? That's part of why those stupid pips are infuriating because people think I need to be able to pull this, and they're not yeah. unless they're going to drop a lot of money. Yeah, I don't disagree. All right, so uh, real, real super quick, I guess, and then we'll take our break. 1,450 uncommons. You get 400 uh, – no, that's not correct. Yeah, 450 out of dailies. 450, you get 15 per day. Every single day you do your daily, that's 450 a month. You can get 100 per week out of your Alliance store. That's 400. Now you're at 850. Um, and then Cal, that's it. Cal's the last one. Cal, and and this is, if, if you haven't bought into this loop, then it's not going to work this way for you this month. You can get 600 in Cal, but that's by working your cooldown and working your clock. The way you do that is you save yourself 16,000 loot from the previous cow. Okay? So if, if you have zero loot or trophies or whatever they call them, and you start this cow, you're not going to be able to do that this month. Okay? Do not buy materials with Crucible of War. Please do not. Okay? Cow is all about directives now. Has been for a while. Okay? Cow is about directives. And Killer Ab says, don't forget about Cosmic Cleanup. And it is kind of RNG, so I don't typically count on that. But you're right, that's extra. You know what else is extra? Gold trophies during Crucible of War. You've got the Alliance uh, currency down there, but you also have something up in the Recruit Chest where you can earn directives. Okay? So you can do that up there as well. It is chance, though, isn't it, Aaron? So you can't count on it. So when we say yeah, it's 1,450 yeah. uncommon directives, and when we say 600 rare directives, that's a minimum. Minimum. Look at Captain Jack. I actually pulled 80 rare directives from Cosmic Cleanup this week, and I had to change my pants. Well, congratulations. That's a very good pull. All right? But that isn't guaranteed. So 600 rare is a minimum and that is provided completely free. Okay? Completely free. All you got to do is use the sources. Now, I want to circle back. The Armadas obviously have benefits. They do have a detractor, but they've got other benefits as well. All right. Sorry, Stuart. I, I don't know what to say to satisfy you, buddy. I, I, again, never said it was enough. Never once had those words come out of my mouth. All right, but you can manage. You can complete. It's about maximizing where you get them from. That's right. You can complete 100% of milestone-related Armada events every single month with what you're given. Okay? It's not enough. I would love more. Who doesn't want to go run Armadas for six hours a day? I sure do. <laughs> All right, but if you look at it, I mean, really, do you do you need to run Armadas every single day? I mean, how many of you guys sitting on a little bit? I, I saw back in the in the chat. Scroll back up a little bit. Now I know this isn't everybody, but here's Killer. Eight hundred thousand rare loot uh, is what he's showing. Eight hundred thousand, eight hundred and nine thousand rare Armada credits, Bubba Joe. 
Now, that sounds like a lot, all right? It's really not a ton, but it does sound like a good amount, okay? Uh, what about this? K21 has 1.2 million rare Armada credits. So, I'm never going to say that there's enough directives, but is there enough directives for you to do what you need to do? If you've got banks of hundreds of thousands of credits... If the G4, if the G4 chest was any good at all, and I mean any good at all, people wouldn't have these kind of banks. I agree. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, I agree a thousand percent with you, Bubba Joe. Thousand percent. Okay, but they are what they are, and you are smart to be building up these banks because eventually, what is it, Ripper? You told me at Ops Forty Nine that the, the chest actually becomes palatable. Like, it ain't good, but at least it's better than it would be. Like, you've told me, don't redeem it at 47, right? That's what you've said. Ripper's also watching football, all right? The advice that I've gotten is don't pull my rares right now, just like you guys aren't, okay? Captain Oblivious says... Wait, wait, rares for G4? Yes. Don't pull your rares ever. Well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. They do give cores, but he says the number of cores that are guaranteed at 49 are better than any other spot throughout the 40s. I mean, okay, well, if, I don't, if I don't spend them, then that is yeah. equally as silly. Like, I'm never going to get those cores at all. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I only get 20 at ops 42. Guaranteed yeah. from the rear chest. At 49, you get 450 for 200,000, dude. <laughs> it's not good, yeah. but at least it's 450. Now, those cores, I mean... Again, the, 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 the math is just terrible on it. But I'm not going to not spend the loot by the time I get to the 450 chest because at least I'm getting 450. It's still a terrible conversion, but what else am I going to spend it on? Right? The G3 chest. Uh, well, I mean, you guys are just talking about how badly gated the cores are. I'm going to scratch out every single one I can. All right, but I'm going to wait until the efficiency becomes better for me. Sure. Okay. Because I'm not going to be buying hundreds of dollars worth of packs just for Armada cores, I can tell you that. Now, uh, where I want to wrap this thing up is actually coming back to Deep Space Nine. What was all the headache about Cisco? Cisco is great mitigation. These Armada targets, as I started 30 minutes ago, Bubba Joe, are the new, next, biggest, bestest, this, this thing. Okay? At least as far as the challenge of the target, they're big and bad. All right? Six, uh, five of 11 is not enough it's not enough if you want to max your mitigation cisco can get you there cisco also gives you an officer ability that replaces con because as we're discovering i encourage you guys bumpkus my cisco's tier one all right i'll roll through these very quickly for you all right maybe if we got a minute or two after the break we'll answer questions very quickly cisco my cisco's tier one i just unlocked him last week Level 5, Tier 1. His officer ability is increasing my crit chance every single round, Bubba Joe. Why is that better or worse than Khan? Because Khan requires you to be hit. Khan requires you to be punched in the mouth. Okay. Now, Star Ocean says it would be worse for a solo. And again, I will concede that fact, but given how I fundamentally disagree with soloing armadas... It's not a teaching point that I'm going to present. But you're right. Mathematically, Khan would be better if you're going to solo an armada. 
I find that to be silly. Okay? Now, hang on, K21. I'm going to get to your question in a minute. The larger these targets, the more stats they've got, and Cisco makes a massive, massive difference. His officer ability is better than Khan in a six-man or even a five-man Armada Bubba Joe because these Armada targets are only throwing a couple of shots per round. There's only a couple of weapons. So it's possible for you to go two rounds and not even take a shot. Moreover, if you take a look at these battle logs, guys, and I don't know that I really understand it fully, these battles aren't lasting real long, Bubba. Like, they look like they have massive hull. They look like they have massive statistics. But what is it? Why are these things ending in four or five rounds? Ugh. You know? It's kind of crazy. Because either you're dead or they're dead. Well, that's my point. Like, why is it dying so fast? Is it just because of larger ships? Or, thank you, Miles. Dragon Keeper. Is it, is it Miles? Because let's, let's pretend for a second again, and we're going to pretend that everybody is running the same thing. Cisco, Miles, Kira. Just for a moment. Just, just go with me, okay? Cisco, Miles, Kira. Everybody running the same crew. Well, everybody's got max mitigation. Everybody is getting the con effect every single round because it doesn't matter if you take a shot or not. So everybody's crit chance is going up. Miles, if you've got five people on your team and everybody is a tier one miles, statistically, one of you should proc miles every single round. But it's gravy when you proc extra miles. It's gravy. Okay? All those shots are doing significantly extra damage. Okay? Now, let's talk about Kira for a minute. Because Kira is the weird one, right? Kira is the one trader where we haven't been able to really see a massive impact yet, have we? Yes, the, the yet being the operative word. Yet being the operative word. Now, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is another Troy, and it's going to take a year for us to figure out how to use her, okay? Maybe Kira is worthless, as a matter of fact, I can remember a similar situation, Bubba Joe. Remember when Fess was out and you said, God, I can't wait for another officer in this synergy group so I can get rid of Fess, right? You remember that? Yeah, Bubba Joe, listen. Those words sound familiar. Yeah, they sound familiar, all right? This could just be a placeholder, Trader. Could be a placeholder. Because... No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I don't think she's working correctly. So, like, you know what? There, uh, are, there are sneaking suspicions about that. I am going to investigate that a little closer this mm-hmm. week. For right now, I'm going to assume that she's working the way she's supposed to. Right now, I'm working under that assumption. But I have heard, I have heard that theory. And, and the, the problem here, as Classico has it, the Armada stats are just massive in comparison. Massive. That is irrelevant. If we're not using Picard Beverly, it's relevant. Okay. And I'm not using Picard Beverly for the purposes of this teaching. We're using full DS9. Now, maybe it's not the best crew, all right? Because there is a benefit to running Picard Beverly, Kira, in the captain's chair, which I'll explain to you in a moment. But if you're running all DS9, Cisco, Kira, Miles, 
Kira is not showing an obvious or massive difference in the mitigation. It's actually very little. When I ran um, Kira's on six ships, our overall mitigation went dropped like 4 or 5%. Very negligible, right? Certainly not like 6 <clears throat> of 11. 6 of 11 can get you max mitigation in as little as 3-4 rounds. Okay? So, what's super interesting about Kira is that I think her benefit trader is a little bit more subtle. At least for this month right here and now, Kira has two significant abilities and neither of them are obvious. Can anybody tell me one well, of them? Hold on, hold on a minute. Why did you mention six? That doesn't even make any sense. What are you talking about? Six Kiras. One on every no, one of my ships. That's what I said. I ran six Kiras. No, you, you were talking about six of 11. And I don't know why. Because six of 11 uh, increases... That's something entirely different. Completely different. Yeah, kind of. Not really. Not, not kind of. Completely different. Yeah. If I'm lowering an opponent's mitigation as compared to increasing my own piercing, at least for my ship, it's the same thing. Okay. My piercing goes up from 6 of 11. As a matter of fact, I can see the Armada's mitigation dropping down drastically after four or five rounds. As compared to Kira, who's reducing the Armada's mitigation, and it's not, doing, uh, it's not having as much of an impact. Now, the reason that some people are going to enjoy Kira is two different ways that you can use her. Okay, Let's talk about the obvious. The first one is the obvious, Picard, Beverly, Kira. Right? Picard, Beverly, Kira. Let's pretend that it's on a tier one Kira, which is 10%. Okay? So you do Picard and Beverly. You're going to take the 10%. You're going to multiply it by 2.2. And now it's a 22% reduction. Okay? And then if you run downline Kiras, and by the way, I've done some additional testing. I, I, gosh, I can't remember his name right off, but uh, really appreciate the time. He spent a lot of time with me this past week. Stevens Aaron, I think we actually were able to prove that it does, in fact, transcend tier. Okay? Like, mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we ran some very specific scenario tests. And I think I think we saw it that tier actually doesn't matter. Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent done with this, but there's certainly interpretive data that says that tier doesn't matter. All right, which is incredible and awesome, and now no longer necessarily really matters uh, if this ends up being accurate. Okay, if it ends up being accurate, uh, but that means that anybody running a Kira will now get the benefit of twenty two percent all the way down. All right. Even if they're not running Picard Beverly. So if you've got five or six Kiras, each running um, each running a 22 percent, then you're going to have a pretty significant impact very soon. And we saw that we yeah. ran a battle log where it I got down of, of attack. It's not just a straight 22 uh, uh, percentage uh, of your attack. Stat. Yeah, no, I understand that. I understand that. But yeah. again, stats are still transferring. So you put your big dog in the captain's chair. Yeah. Okay, or you're not in the cap chair, but in the leader spot. Okay, uh, it's very similar. Archeray says to the Gala thing. It's got to be Picard, 
Beverly, and it's got to be in the captain's chair if you're going to use – if you're going to do this with Kira. i got to be honest with you. I mean, it does make a difference, right? We showed you a battle log on Twitch that showed the Armada going from 60% mitigation down to 2% mitigation, which is technically broken, isn't it, Ripper? Technically. Because what's the game's minimum? Well, Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, yeah. the minimum is not like a written number somewhere. That's just the result of how the, the formula works. Let me rephrase. I, I think <laughs> I think I spoke incorrectly. It's not technically broken. Mathematically, it does make sense. It just has an effect that probably shouldn't exist or wasn't accounted for if mitigation goes negative. Okay? Now, Lexel says if it goes negative, the Armada won't finish. I don't believe that's true. I do know, no. I do know that there is uh, an investigation going on with Kira and Exchange Armadas. I don't, know, I don't know what is going on with that. I know that there's issues over there, but I can tell you, See, no, it's not now about Now people there. are confused again. Yeah. No, there was not a theoretical minimum with 6 of 11 and Kira breaks that limit. No, that's not how that works. Spread it, Absolutely rip. isn't. Do because it. Because they work fundamentally different. If your defense stats get negative, the minimum mitigation percentage is technically zero. That, that's just how the function works that calculates this. This has always been in the game. That is not new. And that's just how it works. It has always worked. So in, in the reason Ripper was probably debating me a second ago is because 6 of 11 increases piercing, which means it can never go negative. Okay? It can't go negative. By decreasing a statistic, it can go negative, which is why for the first time, as a general rule, we are able to see mitigation statistics at two, three, five percent, and no. why I, I would have what? There have been other crews that can do there, this. There in have situations. Been. Yeah, I'm not saying it's never existed. We've run into this before. It's just certainly not common. It's not common. All it's right? gotten less common with more research. Mm -hmm. But anytime you're doing a reduction <clears throat> of something, at least with regards to this, it can go negative. Okay, it can go negative. Now. Um, and, and Lexel, your support tickets, like for the exchange armadas, that's not because mitigation is going negative. There's something else happening there. And it's probably related to all the research that Stella has and Stella's abilities in and of herself combined with Kira. I'm not saying that there's not something wrong over there because there is. I just haven't honestly been dealing with a lot of other stuff and I haven't taken the time to research that. But there is something going on over there, but it's not negative mitigation because we can do that on Cardassians. And we did it on screen. I showed you a battle log with the Cardassian Armada. Mitigated only 2%. That right. means the stats were negative. That means the stats were negative. Now, the only way to, to guarantee a, you, you accomplish that is to run Picard Beverly Gala. Uh, sorry, Picard Beverly Kira. Trader, uh, we've gone way over on time, so let's wrap this thing up. There is one other place that I like Kira. Tell the people what it is. You remember? Were you like Kira? Uh-huh. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry. Multiple in the captain. In the captain's chair. I like three Kiras in the captain's chair 
of my rare or epic Cardassian Armadas. Now, when I do this, you guys are awful. Behave yourselves in the chat. Where do I like Kira? On a date. And that's the PG version. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. Now, <laughs> listen. <laughs> and and I, I keep hearing this, guys. And, and, and listen, I, I'm going to say this one last time. With all the love and respect in the world, I don't care about other crew combinations at this moment. I'm teaching you how this works. Okay? I'm teaching you how this works. I want you to understand how it works. I don't care if there's a better crew. To be honest with you, Trader, let's just be super frank. In four out of five scenarios, it's probably still better for us to use five, six, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because sure most is. of the time, you can easily kill the Armada. Yup. You either, you either, there's no in between. You either win these easily or you get your butt handed to you on a platter. Exactly. And if you're getting your butt, if you're winning them easily, use five, six and maximize your loot. Exactly. There is a power gap here. These armadas are not like a 38 rare to a 39 uncommon or a 39 epic. There is a massive power differential. Trader's right. If you can kill a, a 39 rare and have only 10% hull uh that, that you lost right like you killed it and you had 90 percent hull left all right you can absolutely go to a 42 rare and die immediately there's a massive power gap yep okay massive power gap so yeah in a lot of cases five six still going to be the better way to go because of the loot all right however there is a punch up mechanic here Guys, remember, we're using Tier 1 officers. We're using Tier 1 officers. They will eventually be the most powerful, and, and arguably, Trader, they already are. Arguably, this DS9 crew right now will perform better than 5-6-con. We've already done it. Mathematically, it's true. But you are sacrificing loot. You are sacrificing loot. All right. Now, that said, I like Kira in the captain's chair. Three ships. If I'm running a six-man team, I will specifically ask for three Cisco's. I will specifically ask for three rares, uh, th three Kiras in the captain's chair. Mathematically, let's talk about this. The rares and the epics had their ability removed. Agreed? What is their crit chance in round one, round 10, round 30, round 50, round whatever? What's their crit chance? 20%. It's 20%. It's 20%. Okay? So, one Troy can do it. Yeah, I, I, I got it. Don't care. I'm looking at DS9 at the moment. What is Kira's captain's maneuver? Kira's captain's maneuver is 2% crit reduction per round, right? Yikes, 20%. Yes. Steve Darren, that's going to take me forever to get to. Except what am I also running? <laughs> if I got Kira, I'm going to run O'Brien. O'Brien just belongs on all armadas like forever. Even 5-6 Khan, not as good as 5-6 O'Brien, just throwing it out there. Maybe throw a 5-6 Lorca in for somebody who might not have O'Brien, but O'Brien belongs literally on every single armada like forevermore. Okay, just throwing that out yeah. there. Now, So then that becomes 4%. That becomes 4%. Cumulative. 4% cumulative. I've got her in the captain's chair. That's of one ship. 
Okay? And I've got her on three ships. Same configuration. So, what is my crit chance reduction in round one? Mitigation, by the way, from O'Brien is an additional 2%. So, it gets me 4% per ship. I got three ships. What is it? Oh, percent. It's 12. Thank you. 12%. Uh, I, I, uh, wait, there's some new math. Let me hang on. Let me carry yep. the six. Carry the six, add the seven, <laughs> truncate that 1.19. And I think it rounds to zero. There we go. Actually, not in round one. <laughs> Eek. Not in round one. In round one, it's going to leave me with 8% crit chance. Okay? In round one, it leaves yeah. me 8% crit chance. Now, hang on, Archery. I'm going to get to your point in just a second as we get ready to wrap up. In round one, it gives me an 8% crit chance. I like those odds, Bubba Joe. I've done now with this crew on screen trader, what, six or seven armadas and have yet yeah. to take a critical shot from an armada when we get it to 8%. Okay? As a matter of fact, maybe Bubba Joe is right. Maybe, maybe it is bugged and, and it is 0% because I have not taken a critical when I've run this build yet. Not yet. I will and if anything, eventually. you might you might small chance of getting one critical hit in that first round. It's a very but small as chance. You say, it's only eight percent chance. Eight percent chance. Now, by the way, that is cumulative. It stacks. Bubba Joe, what is the Kira effect in round two? Um, I believe it's the same thing as it was in round one. Twelve percent, but it's cumulative. Thanks. So 12% becomes 24%. Now I am guaranteed in round two to never see a critical again. Guaranteed. Okay? Round one, I have to survive with an 8% chance. Round two plus, that's it. I'm done. Okay? Like the infomercial stain removal, you know, critical gone. Critical gone! <laughs> one and done! Okay, that's it. Which, as a point, is don't run Gala with Kira. Just don't do it. Listen, Kira in the captain's chair doesn't even belong on uncommon Cardassian Armadas. Technically. I mean, you can do it that way, but again, Gala's effective. Okay? Just like Troy's effective. Now, I am going to tell you why I do, in fact, like Kira better than Troy. Troy will do it. One Troy with a single side of synergy. What do we run there? Karkin, you've seen it. We've been doing it in our team. We're running Troy, Picard on the side, and then we might do a Khan, or we might do a Lorca, or we might do... I've been a, running Lorca with mine. When Lorca, I, when I all right. do the Troy setup. Lorca, not necessarily probably the best one, because you're going to die really fast, and then if your Lorca's dead... I checked. Then... I lasted to the last round. Oh, nice. And Good for so you. So Lorca had held out... I, I, I looked at my battle report to make sure that I was utilizing Lorca effectively. I like Unaleska. Five for loot. All right. If you're going to die anyway, you're gonna, you might as well get some loot out of it. Troy, Picard, and five. I like that. Uh, Troy, Picard, and Beverly. If you are trying to survive, you can get some extra mitigation there. That's overkill on the synergy, but it also works. Okay. So if I'm going to run Troy, I've got uh, Troy in the captain's chair. By the way, officer ability, any good? Any good on the officer ability? Nope. Zero effect. Picard. A great officer ability. Like, am I running him on the side knowing that he's going to beat that armada's tail? Like, is he awesome in the sidecar? No. No? 
And then five, no battle ability whatsoever. Beverly could get me some mitigation. There's not a good, powerful ability set there. On the other hand, let's look at Kira. You are using three slots, but you're also you're getting the same effect of one Troy. I agree. But you're also getting the officer ability that is significant. Oh, my God. What about this crew, then? What about a Picard, Beverly, Kira as the leader? Then what about Cisco, Miles, and Kira for two more players? And then what about Kira, uh, Cis- uh, Kira, Miles, and, say, Khan slash Lorca? Everybody's Kira's officer ability is going to drive that thing to mitigation zero in probably three to four rounds. You're going to eliminate the crits by round two. You still have the Cisco mitigation on your big dogs, and you're spreading uh, the the piercing by debuffing the mitigation. I mean, it's kind of lights out. And I've run a test on it. It's kind of lights out. All right? Which is why I actually do like Kira better than Troy. All right? Because I still get abilities. And a Picard Beverly Miles, and then everyone else with Cisco... Kira Miles. I like that too, really. Now you think about it. Picard, Beverly, Make Kira. Sure the, two are, the one guy that has Picard, Beverly, Miles, or Kira starred right at the top. Yeah, I like that too. That's that's not a bad one either, to be honest with you. Then run. Then uh, next would be your Kira's. Um, you want three Kira's in the captain's chair, which would only leave you one Cisco. Now, we'd have to map that one out. I bet you're right. All the extra shots are going are gonna to just knock it plumb out real quick. So you might not need the mitigation, which means you don't need Cisco in the captain's chair. So I encourage you to go test, the, uh, test this out because, Bubba Joe, we got an auction coming up tomorrow, and this is where I'm going to wrap. we got an auction coming tomorrow. Is Cisco worth the headache? Yes. I do think that he is. But, but. but let's have you run a rare or an epic Probably a rare. Eh, you could do it on an uncommon. Sure, why not, right? Picard, Beverly... No, because you, you, you're still going to need that Gala to get rid of the crits. I don't know. You know what? Just for science, take Gala out of it. Run you a decently powerful uncommon and do what we just said. Picard, Beverly, Kira. Picard, Beverly, Miles. Then Kira, Miles, Khan. In all the remaining slots except for one Lorca. Just somebody run that. I bet I bet it will be delicious. Because, by the way, if you're increasing, uh, if Kira is stacking, you will still ultimately get the Gala effect. It'll just take a little bit longer. Actually, it might be done by round seven. I don't know. Let's, let's run that. That is a beautiful experiment. Picard Beverly Kira. Picard Beverly Miles. Kira Miles con slash Lorca all down line leave all the Cisco's out of it maybe you determine Cisco ain't worth it after all I do personally believe he is I'm with Bubba I, I will use it but for you guys trying to blend your crews and find the, the, the greatest thing out there I bet that is going to be lights out so is is he DJ the end of the world yeah Bubba Joe we have long since needed something as a supplement to Khan. And if nothing else, mm-hmm. you can run Khan on a ship 
Yep. And then run Cisco for Armadas. Absolutely. And you can have both going at the same time. So I this agree. has been something that's been long coming and and you can say, well, I like Khan better than Cisco. That's fine. He's he does something different, but if you are running, if you need Khan to go hit hostels or to go do something yeah. else, crack a base, this is another option to continue doing Armada so you don't have to have everything revolve around where your Khan is. 1,000% agreed. And why I still like Cisco, I still, I'm glad I've got him. But, you know, depending on your level of multitasking, depending on your activity in this game, which was this entire segment, this is the teaching, this is the mat, this is where I feel good and grounded, Bubba Joe. All right? Kira has advantages over Troy. Troy also has advantages, but Kira does have advantages over Troy. Cisco does have advantages over Khan. All right? And and Miles is just <laughs> so good. You know, Miles is the officer we always wanted him to be, Bubba. You know, we always wanted him to come in here and be a great officer. He really is. For once, Scopely didn't upset the, the legend <laughs> that is Miles O'Brien. The greatest Starfleet officer who ever lived. My name is Ultimate DJs. We're going to take a break. Back in just a second. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Hey, everybody, listen. While we're here playing the game, it would be nice if your business was still making you money, right? That's where a proper online marketing strategy can come into play. And to do that, there's a high degree of likelihood you need an expert. You think I know how to properly maximize tags with the highest penetration and the lowest cost per keyword? No, definitely not. That's why I call up our friends at allinadvertising.com. From SEO to PPC to website design and social media management, these guys have got your online marketing presence handled so you can do other things like hunt Bubba Joe's miners. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track for a special offer today and help them help you go from being a dolphin to a whale. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track today. PVPtarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PVP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PVPtarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Feed the Children. Call today to feed a child for as little as 16 cents a day or purchase one outright for $200 down and low monthly payments of just $29.95. Hi there. I'm Harry Tickles. Supervisor for the DiCaprio Assisted Living Center, a brand new senior residence for Hollywood starlets who've aged out of dating the real-life great Gatsby. At the DiCaprio Assisted Living Center, we'll help women over the age of 25 gracefully transition from club nights with Leo to bingo nights with Betty. And with our strong ties with the local Waffle House, we'll make sure all our residents enjoy the early bird special and are tucked safely away in bed before 7.30. In your 30s, our brand new hospice wing is just for you. The Leonardo DiCaprio Assisted Living Center. Come join Leo's other ex-girlfriends and live out the rest of your days in peace.
Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. The Imagine Dragons are on top of the world, as I'm sure <laughs> our resident She-Whale is indeed on top of the world because her Vikings got a win today. Congratulations to you, Trader. Vi Vikings got a big win today. Look, looking good for my Packers here, up 14-3 to with uh, six minutes remaining in the half. And uh, let's check you out, Bubba Joe. Ooh, an exciting one over in Seattle. The Falcons and the Seahawks tied up at 10. We're not losing. That's right. They're tied up. Tied up at 10 right here with uh, nine minutes left in the first half. And, of course, by the time you listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, wherever you listen to uh, your podcast, it will be far too late and you'll already know that the Seahawks lost. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate Aren't you guys all being be here. Sad when the goat comes back to beat your Packers. I know, I know. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm honest to God. Like this <laughs> might be the game. This is the game of, of the entire schedule, Bubba Joe. This is the one that had me the the most nervous. I ain't gonna lie. Listen, you. I don't care who you are. You go up against Tom Brady, like you got to be ready for something supernatural to happen. Okay, right. you got to be ready. You got to be ready for the hand of God Himself to come down, take the football out of Tom Brady's hand, and deposit it firmly into the receiver's arms, eighty yards downfield in the end zone. Okay, that happens with Tom Brady. I don't understand why it just does. Uh, <laughs> appreciate you guys all being here. We are getting ready to wrap up, Bubba Joe. Um, just a couple of minutes here. Obviously, I uh, my blinky clock was blinking at me for over 30 minutes in the middle segment. Since segment number three is timed at only 35 minutes, Bubba Joe, then that means we're going to wrap up, like literally in the next couple of minutes. So we're going to do a community queue and a blast. Five minutes are on the clock. I will answer the questions that you have, community. And uh, we'll wrap up our show today. Bubba Joe, this is what I want to say about Deep Space Nine. The, uh, the Deep Space Nine crew, rather. The Deep Space Nine crew is absolutely going to be the best Armada crew. Is it going to pay you the most? Not necessarily. But it will give you the largest uh, ability to tackle the larger targets. Now, Bubba, one of the fundamental things that I've always said about armadas as a team is what? You get more loot if you punch up. All right? Now. I, I thought you got more loot if you win. Well, you do have to win. <laughs> you do have to win. All right? But if you defeat that larger target, then you get more loot. Now, I haven't done the math on this. As a matter of fact, it literally just dawned on me. Is it possible? Do these things scale enough? that losing 5 of 11 but hitting the next level target makes it up no tag on scope like Brexit cause you, you know really truly if you wanted to give this a beautiful here I'll turn this off for a second if you wanted to give it a beautiful design like completely fully 100% vetted and thought out Bubba Joe then the loot should have scaled so that the Deep Space Nine crew, which is already capable of hitting a larger target, we've proven that, 5-6, all right, is not as capable as, of punching up as the Deep Space Nine crew. Now, if you really wanted to, like, be super, like, you wanted to create a perfect loop here, Bubba Joe, 
make the loot drop either equal or slightly better than that of what you would lose with 5 of 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been really, really great to see. That would have driven even more value into the Deep Space Nine crew. It it really would have. Already, I do find value in it, okay? I do. What There's value in it right now if you want to run two Armadas, right? Like, how many of you guys have to come up with something different if you're trying to run a second crew? Now you've got two legit, bona fide, real high-powered Armada crews. I have not looked at the 39s and below, but uh, I have spent some time on the 42s and 45s. And you go from uh, a 45 giving you, and I'm looking at the uncommons, 14,900 of the new loot Mm -hmm. versus a 42. Oh, where did it go? I just had one. Um, A 42 giving 13,700 loot. So that's like, what, 2,000 loot difference? It's, yeah, it's not even. So um, <sighs> to lose the 60 or 70 or what, or 60 or 80 or 100% that you have from your five, not anywhere we're close worth punching up. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they could have made this. That's where they could have if really. You're at the point of needing to punch up, maybe just toss on Jordy, go for a full loot crew. That's what I'm seeing in the chat. You're, you'd be better off to hit a lower target with a full loot crew than you would be to try to punch up. But we are hmm. also very early. Now, I don't know what's coming. Oh, no. We, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming, but we are early. We're not done with <clears throat> surprises in mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> We're not done. Don't tease us. Captain Oblivious says, can they get much worse than Saturday Saturday's surprise? <laughs> uh, the answer is actually yes. Don't answer that question. Oh, God, Ripper, answer the question. Don't ask that question, okay? Don't ask that yes, question. Yes, you have to ask it. Don't. Come on, DJ. No, do not. Okay, hold my beer. I'll make it worse. Trust you me, everybody. I, I'm going to call up the Ark Runner right now, and we're going to change tomorrow's uh, Cisco auction. To directive start only. Okay? Told you it can get worse. All right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Not funny. Okay. I thought no, it was it funny. funny. I thought it was funny. Thank you, Ripper. Ripper a- appreciates my twisty sense of humor. <laughs> I like it. All right. There you go. Hey, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way. <laughs> the person, the person that I, I've been I've been chatting with. <laughs> They may or may not be listening. Hey, can you put in a word? Listen, listen, put in a word. If we want to really end the arc on a high note, you know who you are. I was just chatting with you. If we want to end the arc on a high note, <laughs> let's do the Cisco auction with rare and epic starts only. Don't even put in a kill mechanic. Don't even do it. Just do directives. I'm going to channel Liam Neeson right now. Do it, and I will find you. I will find you. Oh, I'm going to make it happen just for you guys because I love you so much. It's your fault. You should have planned better. (sighs) All right. That's that's not the correct emotion. Uh, You need to go to Ripper's School of Emotions to figure out what love means. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jazzmeister says, Are you sure soon. about that? Too soon. It's too <laughs> soon. I don't know. I don't feel like 
Oh my god, Wardot is cracking my base as we speak. Wardot, Wardot must be listening to the show. He's like, I'm going to show you how good of an idea that is. Take that. All right, here's your 150 million trite repair bill. Thank you, Wardot. Appreciate it very much. All right, guys, your community Q&A. You've got three minutes on the clock. I'm going to give you the questions. All right, three minutes on the clock, and then we're going to wrap up because what just happened to the Green Bay Packers? Bubba Joe, what just happened? Did we just fumble uh, the ball well, in you the may have heard flipping me say, end zone? Oh, no. They Did fumbled it into the end zone, and it was recovered by the other team. <sighs> Is that called a safety? No. Is that what that's called? No, it's not a safety. It's, it, no. it's a touchback. Mm -hmm. It's a touchback. Touch uh, it would be a safety. It'd be a safety if it was in the end zone. I was defending. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Questions. Here we go. Uh, congratulations, Wardod. Good job, Wardod. Go, Wardod. Come on, guys. Uh, Hayden says, "Can we get Miles added back to the auction?" I, I I will do everything I can, but time is limited here, guys. Okay. Uh, I'm doing. I'm. <laughs> there's only so much that can be done, right, Rip? I mean, it's just there's only so much. Um, hypochondriac. Okay, Bubba Joe, I'm going to throw Why this one to you. A day later, a day after that auction, have another auction for Miles. <laughs> <laughs> with the exact same, with the exact same. Do it with more directive starts, please. Yeah. All right, Bubba, I'm going to toss you this question. Hypochondriac says, "What's the best way for level 41 <laughs> to get rare tactical cores?" Oh, God. That that the, the, uh, there is the no good way. Answer is you don't. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say there is no good way. There is no good way. I mean, like, that, that, really that's actually them. the answer. You don't. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't even spend your G four. I, I would not spend your rare loot on the G four chest. I would just hold on the tactical yeah. cores. Just just let it sit there at ops thirty nine and just let it cook until you can get into the higher ops levels and then you can earn the cores a little bit faster but yeah you can, you can slowly accumulate them through if you if you're going to open the epic g4 chest but don't don't do don't open them just for the rare tactical cores because yeah, it's not uh, worth it not good uh lady unaleska 42 so unaleska says how optimistic are you for next month i i honestly i can't genuinely answer that uh because i have my development meeting on wednesday now i've seen things ripper has seen things we've seen things but we have not yet seen all the all the way that everything connects and and you know is going to be related how it all ties together like we've we've just seen things all right so i won't know until Wait, wednesday we seen things uh a couple of a couple of little things you know just, 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 just Silly thing. I uh, will see. Wednesday, I'll have a better idea of how October is going to look. Um, I, I got to be honest. I, I, I just I just hope that it implements better, Bubba Joe. I mean, I, listen, the content this month was not bad. I really... God, what, why can we not just fire on all cylinders? Because I really liked the, the, the content this month. I really did, but dis but, but bad decision making and technical mm. failures have plagued this month into ruination. It really has. But man, I liked the content this month. I liked the feature. I was hyped for Deep Space Nine. I still am. I like the Starbase. <laughs> I like the research. I like the Carmadas. I like it all. But God. Man. There, there was a question up above DJ that you may, may or may not get to. Is are we ever going to have an A arc again? I think this was the arc to do it. Like, 
game design finally decided they had a brain and was going to release something useful. Be nice. Um, and they gave us some things that were okay. And then live ops and uh, engineering just completely took a dump on the art. So I don't know if we're going to get an it's, AR. It's hilarious, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's at least one team is going to screw it all up. <laughs> it's like, oh God, I hate that though. Like, can't we just fire on all cylinders? One time, and and I genuinely do think that the Cadassian Amada is like it's like it's it's a nice balance, you know. You have it new is. things, but it's you beautiful. also combine them with the old things. You know, they have the old loot, so you're not really losing out that much. It's a beautiful design. That like it makes sense. Oh. you know, that is not stupid. It's a beautiful design. <laughs> the whole starbase, it, it, it's a beautiful design. And, and by the way, Benny Hill says you saw September. And and what are we literally sitting here telling you? What we saw was good. We didn't see technical implementation failures. As a matter of fact, that's what we warned against, Bubba Joe. We said this content looks exciting. This content looks good. Like Deep Space Nine might deliver if they can implement. I said that the to you The new recruit thing looks great. <laughs> Whoops. It did look good. Shut up, Bubba. Yeah, okay. to be fair, that, that is on game design. It did so, look good, you know. okay? What they showed us looked good. All right. Uh, the idea is good. The idea is good. Again, we dropped the ball in implementation. Uh, Killer says that's if you're not fired over the Amazon coins promo. No, uh, crazy enough, Scopely had to approve that. So Scopely signed off on it. I'm good. I'm promoting Star Trek Fleet Command product. So, yes, yeah, Scopely had to actually sign off on it. They approved it. So we're good. Um, Dale says, can we still use Gala in Uncommon Armadas? Absolutely. In Uncommons only. She's not going to work in Rares and Epics. But in Uncommons, you can do the Picard-Beverly Gala trick, put Galas all down the line. They'll stop firing shots after round seven. It does still work, but only on the Uncommons. Grungandola. Well, no. hang on. Yeah. Technically, Gala works on the rares and epics, just not as effectively because every shot isn't a critical. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. In in the form that Gala. So let me rephrase. That's correct. Gala does perform her normal function. There are better officers to use on the rare and the epics, but Gala is amazing on the uncommon because it will literally stop firing shots after round six or seven. Um. Okay. When is the Defiant coming into the game? I do not have an answer for you. Uh, is this the last chance at Cisco Shards? What do you mean? Today or like tomorrow? Because you will have the Power Gain solo leaderboard that launches Monday at Event Reset and lasts for, I believe, 48 hours. It might be 72, but I think it, I think it could be 48. I don't remember. Um, Silent Caliber says, Speaking of, any word on price adjustments for the Elite Faction Recruit Shards? No. No, uh, no adjustments will be, no adjustments will be made in the immediate short term. They are looking at our feedback, and they're going to be looking at data, and they're going to be looking at some ideas to implement with this thing. Which I've seen some of the ideas, and I like some of them. But as it exists right now, I do not expect any changes until they go into the next phase of their plan. Mosher says a twenty-dollar fourth researcher coming soon. I cannot confirm that. I hope so, but um, as of now, the $99 pack that was launched is the only intended sourcing 
for a fourth researcher slot. Um, does the next... Wait, what? Vinius, will the next arc throw water on this dumpster fire, a.k.a. will we forget about mistakes? Buddy, we're never going to forget. Will we, Bubba Joe? We'll never forget. Pepperidge Farm will always remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. DJs will remember. Bubba Joe remembers. Ripper doesn't remember what he had for breakfast, but he could be reminded. I right. actually don't. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, let's see. What else we got? Mama I Jelly. Have breakfast, so it's easy to forget. Mama Jelly says, I've got frozen <laughs> Apex Axions uh, in my level 33 system. How do I get it to be killable again? Well, you can send a ticket, but a lot of people are sending tickets. I know that I've escalated it. We're kind of just waiting for engineering to run through and, and run those scripts. Ripper, can you give me any insight? Is that a server-wide script they run, or they have to run it like server-based or like or system-based? Like, how does it work? Are you able to answer that? Oh no, I don't know exactly how that works. I would assume just based on you know how I would do it. It's like just a script that goes through the database and finds all the broken ones. Um, obviously the the thing they should do is actually fix the root cause, but you know what you gonna do. <laughs> Metamise says, will... You, <laughs> I got a couple of questions. I want, I'm going to get through this so I can end. Uh, Metamise says, will ship uh, XP or officer XP score in the auction tomorrow? The answer is no. Not at that, Not at this time. Obviously, we're still advocating, okay? But as of the latest information I have, which came to me while we were on air, all right, this is what it's going to be. Uh, will that be our last chance for Cisco shards? Probably for this month, yes. But Deep Space Nine is just beginning, uh, and I would not expect that you will not be able to obtain Cisco shards moving forward. As a matter of fact, Bubba, in, in some of the previous properties, officer sourcing has not been the worst we've ever seen. As a matter of fact, there's been some things that they've done that have been pretty good. So if we were to see some type of Deep Space Nine recruiting chest next month. Uh, it could potentially contain the new officers as well as the uh, month one officers, kind of like Strange New Worlds did. So I, I don't know yet. Again, I haven't seen the plans for next month uh, as of yet, but I would not expect that this is your last chance. Um, but I would expect, Bubba Joe, that it's probably your most readily available chance, right? Like we always said, during the arc is the way that you can get bulks you know, bulk groups of shards a lot easier. It will probably be a little bit slower uh, after this month. Um, let's see. I'll give you two more questions. Do we have a date for the next arc? Yes, we do, but I can't share it. Um, see. I mean, you can. No, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> nice, nice try. Nice try, Baba. Uh, whoa, why did my chat jump? Okay. Uh, do you want this to be your last question? Because I already answered it. I have no information on Starbase 26. Other than I personally suspect that Radar, Morska, and uh, Pajem are broken or impacting this in some way. Ripper says that it might not work that way, but I am seeing a large majority, not all, by the way, not 100%, but an extremely high percentage, like 90 plus percent, I am seeing of players who have attempted to relocate into Raider, Pajem, or Morska are suddenly finding themselves in Starbase 26 mode. I am referring to them as Tainted Nodes. 
<laughs> I got to do it twice yeah, in one show. travel more faster I, I got, than Warp I got, 5. I got to do it twice in one show. I doubt it. Uh, it's so exciting. I get to do it twice in one show. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, are we done? It's still funny, DJ. Uh, what? 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 It's still funny. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That See joke's ya? still funny. Oh, that's great. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it very much. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Guys, uh, oh, my gosh. You know, so I apparently forgot to change this in the playlist. I was just getting ready. I was just getting ready to hit the button to start the show close, and apparently I still had this loaded. <laughs> oh. But I'm not going to do that to you today. I promise. I promise. I'm not going to do that. As a matter of fact, we could just go. You you want to go out on uh, on tainted nodes? <laughs> Is that what you want to go yes. out? On? All right, we'll go out on uh, we'll go out on tainted nodes. All right, uh, Pajam, Raider, and Morska. For the love of all things holy, keep your Alliance Starbase out of these three systems, okay? Please, please, just go away. Keep them out of there. Uh, giveaways? Sure. Steven Aaron, what do we have to give away? Trader? Trader, what do we have to give away? Do we got to give something away? We should, right? Today? What do you want to give away? Of course. What do you want to give away? Uh, battle pass. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's not in the prize closet. Jeez, Trader. <laughs> All right, fine. All right, fine. You know what? Trader Trader is the prize master, quartermaster, inventory specialist. She says, give away a battle pass. Ladies and gentlemen, we will give away a battle pass. Let's do it. By the way, don't forget, the Spam It Room has been reset and is now open for business after the show. Be sure to visit into our Discord. Go down into the Spam It Room. Enter into our Spam It uh, Room contest bot thingy, and you'll be entered to win another 500 materials that we're going to give away a little bit later on next week. Plus, we'll probably give some battle passes away out of there as well. But here, right now, I am going to indeed give away a $20 October battle pass. All you have to do is be listening live at this very moment. And so here we go. Let's see. Steven Aaron, the commands have changed, right? Give away a September battle pass. I was going <laughs> to. Yes. We will award a September battle pass. It will show up after it ends. I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, how do we Next do this? Sla slash commands now? See, this tells yeah. me it's been too long since we've given away a prize, Trader. Yeek. What do you mean slash commands? Yeah, yeah, you have to use slash commands. All right. Uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Contest and pick. <laughs> For a $20 battle pass for Deep Space Nine Arc 2 in the month of October in the year 2022. Congratulations. Going to... Awesome. The application did not respond, Steven Aaron. <laughs> uh, what did you do? I didn't do anything. I swear to God, I think that it I doesn't... Had, I had this earlier, too. I think it doesn't actually answer me. I think it doesn't like me. It only likes Stevens Aaron. Here, let's try it again. Contest pick. Sending command. Application did not respond. Yikes. Guess nah. it's broken. Oh, there's massive lag in spam because you broke it in the spam folder. That makes sense. Are you guys spamming the spam room? Why would you do such a thing? Uh, is it, the bot, is the bot broken well, again? So. The bot's broken again. Stop <laughs> spamming! Somebody changed, somebody changed <laughs> their name to the application to not respond. <laughs> <laughs> changed his name. The application did not respond. That's very, very funny. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I will indeed give a $20 battle pass away. I'm just not going to be able to do it right now. So that means, Trader, on the next show, 
we'll give away two. Is that fair? Can I do that on Wednesday? It's really fair. Can I just do it that? Looks, it looks like there Unless was a, Stevens Aaron's a winner. Magically, Stevens magically Aaron, were you able to get a winner? Wins. Contest pick. Wait, what are you doing? Stevens Aaron? No. 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 It, it ain't working. Couldn't. Uh, I'll show you. No, no, stop. Turn, turn typing off, and they can't spam the room. I don't think is that it. Okay, all right. I'll do that. I'll do that. We'll try it just for a no, second. No, because I, it, it... I think. <laughs> I mean, if the bot is is massively behind. Oh yeah, room. the bot. The bot is online because that one Hang on, hang on. I'm gonna do what Steve. I'm gonna do what Snake Eyes says. I'm gonna turn it off for a second because the bot is all responding. Right, did, I just. The bot is responding just in spam. What? Yeah, but it seems to. I just put a screenshot in chat. Is that is that a winner or not? No. Huh? I don't see. That's not a winner. Wait. No. I, I don't even know what's happening. It's right still good. No, it's, not the mark. it's not. Uh, I don't even know what's happening right now. I'm gonna play the song again. I like that it. was in the chat. Uh, what? Who declared himself? Yeah, he declared himself a winner. All right, that, that doesn't yes. work. Jeez, are we still rolling tape? God, we gotta get the hell out of here. What's going on here? All right, I turned off. I turned off. Let's try it again. Contest pick, please, for the love of God, give me a winner. The application did not respond. Uh, all right. Well, sorry. Well, I guess it's dead. I guess it's dead. I'll turn the spam room back on in here in just a couple of minutes, and it is what it is. In the meantime. I am going to invite you guys to visit our website. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, visit us online, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find replays of other podcasts. You can find links to our YouTube, our Twitch, our Patreon, and uh, I would really encourage you guys to consider possibly giving in any one form or fashion that you so choose, whether it's monthly subscription through the Patreon, whether it's on Twitch to come in and actually beat Trader in monthly biddies. That's possible, too. We appreciate all the fun that we get to have with your audience, uh, with, with all of you, our audience, and really, really do sincerely and humbly thank you and appreciate you for the support that you have provided to our channels and invite you. If you're new here and you find value in the content, then please check out our Patreon page and uh, consider donating there. Those packages start out at only $5 a month, all right? Uh, and you can turn your name gold in our Discord. But for players who do donate at a level of $10 or more per month, I would like to actually read your names. I want to say thank you to these guys right here live on the podcast and thank them for being a recognized patron at a level of $10 or more per month. Lord Neelix, LadyCast, Trader Tucker, Damn it, Jim, I'm an accountant, not an engineer. <laughs> Iron Chef, Virtual Army, d Lord Kynes, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, Auto Obsession, It's Hunter, Degora, Vagabond, Rand, Susie, Junebury, Katana, Hank, Ape, DJ Gurr, MC101, Late Nighter, Lu uh, Light Bull, Louis P, Zalmanar, Zinfried, Wolf, Hammer, Stormbringer, Bills, Mafia, Bayonetta, Darkside, Luke, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke, Mohawk, Jetski, Jason, Captain Jack Morris, UPS Man, Archer, Yusuke, Arian, The Professor, Captain Oblivious, and Hani, JD, Steve, Raxanar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, Ripper is God, Chronic Break, This Fellow, Jesus Christ, Joe, K92, Darth Adamus, Sir Tail, General Chaos, Warren, Apox, Judge Kren, G-Force, Bamenkis, Mangatron, Captain Q, Garrick, Game Junior, Admiral Inwalter, Chacha Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser Kendall, Bubba Joe will PvP your butt, Techix, Seven of Nine, Jaga, Nevago, Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, The Clueless One, Skidzoido, Likes a Bath, Welch, and Kievo, our newest recognized patron. Uh, thank you guys all for supporting Talking Trek at a level of $10 or more per month. Talking Trek is indeed a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am indeed your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now on Star Trek Fleet Command. Command's official podcast. Love you, man, and catch you on the next one. 
Blah, blah.